Phoenix Down Radio is on the air. Welcome, everybody, to Phoenix Down Radio, episode number 96. How's everyone doing today? I have a full platter of shrimp cocktail. Seems legit. I've been doing lots of videos, and I've been talking a lot, so my voice is not good. I mean, yay, hello. (laughs) It's hot, but I'm good. It's high noon. It's actually a really nice day here, so I, I can't complain there. Yesterday was rather warm, but... Glad everybody could join us. We have uh, Sarah back this week. Hey, Sarah. Yo. We have Chili returning. Welcome back. Yay. Thank you. You heard that lovely voice of uh, our, uh, what do we want to call you? Our uh, um, culinarian extraordinaire. Talisman. Resident culinarian. (laughs) Resident culinarian is here. Welcome back. back. We also have a special guest joining us today uh, from uh, uh, PlayStation um, universe, uh, game journalist and co-host of the PlayStation Unchained podcast, Timothy Noons. Tim, welcome to the show. Hi, I even brought my wind tunnel with me. Hey, 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 excellent. But did you bring your problematic stickers? <laughs> <laughs> How was that? Hey, Susan. Um, so Tim is, is here to uh, tell us all about the uh, Shadowbringers media tour and his experience there. That lucky bastard got to go. Got to meet the Yoshi-ep. Got Dude, to... yoshi is awesome. Oh, my God. Dude is amazing. He's probably one of, one of the most universally loved producers of any video game out there. I mean, he's the one that people actually know. Yeah. I mean... Like, well, how many other uh, producers of games do you actually, like actually interact that much with the fan base. Yeah. Hi there, Kojima. Well, no, people know Kojima. He's very famous, but I'm not sure that he is on the same level as, of getting with the... Oh, he's not on the same, but he, he does with. like to... He does he's like a to very interact. divisive figure. Yeah. yeah. He'll interact with you. I, I, I said when he was at Eurogamer years ago for Metal Gear Rising, he was, uh, uh, people were trying to take pictures of him. And he got a bit annoyed that people kept taking pictures, so he started taking pictures of people playing the game instead. <laughs> well, people are, are all different, I guess, but eh, it is what it is. But I'm glad you could join us, Tim, and we look forward to having you tell us all about your experience down there. But first, what's everybody been up to? Um... I finally got around to working on crafters, and I got another couple jobs to 70, so I think I just have two left at this point for the combat jobs. Damn, you're going all out, aren't you? I, 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 I like understanding how they work. Even if I don't necessarily play them, I want cool outfits for them, and I, I just like to think mechanics are interesting. That's true. That, that's a good point. Have you been enjoying any of the events lately that have been started? Hmm. So I did manage to uh, get the FF15 stuff done in time, Good. and so far I've gotten a couple of those uh, irregular tombstones. I'm not quite sure what I want to save up for at this point, but it is fun to think about. Fair enough. I think you know what you want to save up for. We all know okay, what yes. you want to save up for. But after the yes, Namazu yes. earrings. Masai! <laughs> yes, Masai! Yes. Uh, Jilly, what have you been up to? I see you've been working uh, on your uh, um, your machinist. Yeah, 
I've been working on my machinist because I didn't want my little gun that goes pew pew. Pew pew. Uh, so I've decided to level that up while also grinding for the tomes for the event. I'm currently at 30 tomes and I've got my first mount. I've got the Google mount. So now I'm saving up for the next 30. Yay. Nice. Sometimes. Because it's too lazy to actually do the Beast Tribe quests. Yeah, I'd rather just grind Secret's Tower. <laughs> Phrasing. I'll, I'll just put on YouTube. What else are you supposed to do with a tower that big but grind? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. Other things. All right, we are difficult. three and a half minutes into the episode, and we're already there. We're, hey, we're late. What are you talking about? Guess right, this is quite late for us. I am late. You never want to be early. So what you're time. saying is that stuff should have come more prematurely. Ah. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Talos, what have you been up to since your last uh, appearance? So, since I was last on the show, I actually helped a friend open a restaurant, which was why I haven't been able to be here on Saturdays, because, you know, Saturdays and restaurants and waterfront and burger place. I was a little busy. Uh, they were eventually able to get on their feet. I helped them train their staff, uh, and I was able to leave that particular place. And so now I'm kind of back to projecting and doing some independent contract stuff. Uh I've been playing 14 a lot more because I finally have some free time to do so. And right about the time that I started getting really into it, they were like, oh, hey, we're going to change how crafting works. I'm like, oh, God damn it. All right. So I guess I'm taking another small break, but I'm still going around and grabbing some Moogle tombstones while I'm here. May as well. Any jobs you're leveling up? Yes, I'm finally re-leveling Monk. Uh, my original character that turned out not to be my legacy character i had monk at 60 at the end of heaven's word oh. and then went oh crap that's not my legacy character <laughs> i want my tattoo let's do this thing and i switched and i did everything again but i decided to not go through the game as monk again i wanted to go through as a different class and i went through as marauder later warrior so i was like oh i want my monk back so now i'm leveling up monk but the last time i leveled up monk was heaven's word like 3.3 .3. So it's a very <laughs> different job than I remember playing. What's a monk? This is the monk. The best job. Oh, I, the, the punchy thing? I, I thought that was called a pugilist. Uh, <laughs> monk is the one where like you do a dragon kick at the beginning and then wonder why you're, all your stacks went. <laughs> Are you, you say, oh, that hurts so much. Kane says monk or, is a job no, that got deleted. Kick. Yeah, I was gonna say nope. tornado kick. <laughs> However, dragon kick is the one that you fight with over the the other monks over who has to do it. Yeah. By the way, this is my Aladdin. This is my Aladdin on the monk. Twenty four months. <laughs> it's your Aladdin really long. <laughs> Thank you for that resub, Nick Nar. <laughs> Greatly appreciate that. And yes, twenty four months. We've been uh, uh, affiliates for for two years now, guys. Holy crap! Yeah. Seriously? Seriously? Oh my god! Two years. We, we, the, 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 it started two years ago. And we were invited right away. So, but thank you so much for for that. And Kane, we did hear yours. I think you'll hear it on the uh, intro. But uh, yeah, the alerts are turned off on the intro portion of it. But we heard you in there. So. Thank you all for all the resubs, guys. Um, anything else, Talas? That you've been up no, to? No, that was pretty much it. Uh, real life is good. Uh, in game is good. I did finally get my car. Uh, it arrived from Japan and has been an absolute blast of a project. And I'm learning 
a lot of new things, like how to fix old cars, because I've had nothing but new cars for the last couple years, and I fix them by taking them to the dealership and then getting free coffee, not grabbing wrenches, <laughs> removing my starter to change something in my transmission. Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tim, what have you been up to in-game? Um, mostly catching up, because um, one of the nice things about my gaming habits is that I have a tendency to stop mid-everything and just look at the next shiny thing. I, mean, I don't think it helps them, you know, with my, with my uh, work that I do. But um, over these last couple expansions, all I've been doing is catching up. Like this is, and I finally hit seventy with or max level. Let alone seventy. This is the first time I've hit seventy or max level yeah. with any class. Okay. So like I'm super excited about that. And, uh, and here I am trying to get my uh, my cleric up to seventy now. But that's mostly a side project because I'm grinding out trophies. Okay. Oh, it's because you, you, you play on the PS4. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because I was going to say, I, 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 I literally only need. Uh, <laughs> I don't really need one trophy. Well, I, I need a couple. One, one trophy, and then I'll just grind the crafting ones. It's annoying. Yeah, I have all those done now. I finished those last night. Nice. Making cool. a thousand for every job. Interesting. Yeah, I just need the, the crafting ones and a thousand leaf quests. Yeah, because. And with... then I'm done. With 14, the only trophies are actually from uh, A Realm Reborn, correct? Yeah, it's why yeah. one of the raid trophies is beat it's Coil, but when it means beat Coil, it just means beat Twin Tanya. <laughs> yep. I still need to do Coil. Well, we can beat it for you easy enough, just say. Yeah. Will you beat it for me? Are we still yeah. talking about Coil? Yeah. Well, I'll help with that. <laughs> it's fun. But yes, we're talking about Coil, not something else. Yeah. Not the not the massive tower? No. Not the massive tower. Giggity. Well, I mean, it's more like small tower. You didn't even it's have to tower. ask us to beat that one. <laughs> just like that dead horse. Just keep, just keep it. Damn, Klaus Kinky. <laughs> and I have been leveling my my scholar. That's why the fairy is out. I've been uh I got up to level sixty four already. Um, this event has been helpful with that, you know, cause I've been trying to run the, uh, the different roulettes for it to get experience. And this is helping to get tomes with it as well. And running through circus tower is a decent way to get some XP with it. Yeah. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, been in game most days. You've seen me streaming here at, at, at uh, twitch.tv slash Phoenix on radio on a regular basis. You know, I'm not doing it every day now. I'm trying to take a couple of breaks, you know, cause Got to make sure to maintain a healthy life balance, right? How long were you doing that streak of streaming every day? It was like 300 days or something. I uh, hit 250 days, I think. That's a lot, dude. Yeah, from January 1st, then 250 days straight. It was it was definitely a thing. I don't think, I'm, yeah, I didn't hit 300 days. He kept it up as long as he did. I was doing it for the community, though. Again, not talking about the tower. <laughs> oh, oh Brad, I thank you for that resub. Yeah. Really appreciate it. I am fine. Yes. Yeah. Speaking of subs, our our sub goal to unlock all the things uh, did fall a little bit short. Unfortunately, we didn't hit fifty sub points, but uh, we got a bunch of amazing people. 
a bunch of awesome people following us here. We have a wonderful community and we wouldn't be doing this if it weren't for you guys. So I want to start by saying thank you very much for all of your support um, over the last, wow, we've been doing this for almost four years now. So thank you so much. And we've been able to get the subs it's for the past been two. 84 years. <laughs> I understood that reference. We didn't want to, but we understood it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and we are still in the process of sending out stickers to everybody who's subbed uh, for the last two months for April and May. So if you have not yet um, sent your uh, um, address to us, uh, check your Twitch DMs and uh, please send your uh, mailing address to podcast at phoenixnarradio.com so I can make sure to get your sticker out to you. And, and, and the little note of appreciation. Um, uh, Rin really liked their sticker, if I remember what they said. Oh, yeah. Um, Bright Eyes mentioned to me earlier today that they just got theirs. Yeah. Um, and Nick Nar, I'm going to give you yours personally. So well, I, I, I'm making it, trying to make an excuse to get together with you guys so I can hand it to you um, in person. So I've got yours put aside. Um, but I mean, we do have extra stickers, so we're going to keep doing it. If you, if you subscribe to us, um, for the first time, or, or if you haven't subscribed to us in a couple of months, we'll make sure to, uh, um, get you guys a sticker as well for the first up to 50 people. I believe I have enough stickers for, um, yeah, sticker mill has really good quality written. Yeah. I do recommend sticker mill. Yeah. The only thing that I've. The only downside I have to these is they're not the super sticky bumper stickers that you can actually yeah. reposition it, but they won't stay on for very long. It doesn't seem so. Just be careful with yeah. that. Um, if you'd rather just keep it as a uh, um, a little souvenir, something like that, and pin it on like a um, put it on like a computer or laptop, you know, it'll work for that too. So small dog. No, I don't think it'll stick very well on a small dog. I need large dogs. Um, but Poodles. like I said, hopefully we can still hit that 50 um, sub points goal and, un and unlock all the emotes for you guys. So you can show them all off, you know, show off all the coolest emotes to all the other Twitch channels because, you know, we have the best emotes, right? Oh, um, praise Lava Scorpion. Exactly. Oh, praise Lava Scorpion. Um, <laughs> and I want to make th a special shout out to everybody who subscribed to us the last two months. Uh, Nick Nar, Kane Thorbreaker, Aurori. Some weirdo named the real hot chili pepper. He is an asshole. <laughs> uh, Fair Eyes, Thurgor Gaming, Talon Broadbent, Kiwiness, Cyber Damros, Guilford LOTD, Bright Eyes, Lunavox, Daltrea, Amarlian, Obese Gazelle, Ivy Lake, Jake Bites TV, Rin Q, Super Sugar, Nezco Be Damned. Ragnasaski and Flying Space Unicorn. So thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we really do appreciate everything that you guys uh, do for us, whether it's subscribing, whether it's your likes, retweets, all that good stuff. We love it. So thank you very much. All right. Well, oh, if we're talking about stuff that's happened off game, then I want to mention that um, if you live in the North Yorkshire area in England, uh, I recently did a live radio broadcast on a radio station near me on dish, uh, digital air broadcasting of course so if you live nearby hope you enjoyed the show or if not you can go catch them on their website to watch the sh listen to the show it was fun very cool um so 
Moving on to game and community news, let's start with probably the biggest bit of uh, community news that most of us have to talk about, and that is, of course, the Menfita Madness Blitzball Tournament. Now, oh, the, sem- the semifinals are set, but sadly, the Koban Crushers were one goal short of moving on. Those damn <sighs> Garleans cheated, I swear to God. Garleans were cheating, and I watched that game, and the Sea Chocobos just absolutely stopped. Stormed like shots from the goal kind of craziness. It was <laughs> and poor wow. but unfortunately they, they, they also fell short. Uh, they did. They uh, did. But but that's not the end of our story, guys. We are still gonna be accepting donations for to write love on her arms on behalf of yeah. both the Kugane team and the Gridania teams, because you know Chile is a representative of of the of the move around so um i'm going to post the links in the twitch chat we will be putting it out on the uh, show notes for those of you listening on the podcast as well um we're currently at 20 or 2021 dollars of our three oops i why did i post that one twice i just did (laughs) because you really want to promote kagani no i i hit i hit i i actually overpasted it so let me fix Eh. that there we go there's the gridania team for you um if you want to support either the Kugane Koban Crushers or the Gridania Sea Chocobos, um, feel free to click on those links and uh, donate to the uh, amazing charity to write love on her arms. It's all going to support an amazing charity that does wonderful things for mental health awareness and uh, um, prevention of people hurting themselves with that. So, um, Thank you very much for all your support. I mean, the fact that we're at uh, $2,000 almost twice what we did last year for this. It's, it just, it's amazing to see. Uh, yeah. Again, I still think this community is one of the most gracious in giving and supporting charities like this. So thank you so much guys. What do you guys want? Anything you guys want to add on that? Um, I th- think you really said everything I would have wanted to. It's a, a good cause. It's something where, there's a lot of help uh, help and support for a lot of these mental health issues. I know that I've uh, heard a lot of people in the community talking about and sharing their own experiences with it. And that's one of the things I appreciate about the FF14 community as compared to a lot of other online games is that people are a lot more supportive of and willing to discuss their own experiences with things like mental health, where something like that would be uh, treated as like an unspeakable topic in a lot of other communities. Yeah. So that's something that's just really encouraging to me and I'm really happy to see. Yeah, you joined uh, uh, Peter from uh, Maelstrom Radio in, when they were doing a, a series on mental health, and you talked, gave your story with them, didn't you? Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it a fair bit. I've been diagnosed with uh, major depressive disorder, which is well under uh, management with medication, so things are uh, going pretty well for me at this point. But yeah, it's something that uh, it was really nice to see that uh, he was doing that series, and I was happy to contribute to it. Yeah, it's been a very supportive group. So um, from mm-hmm. the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for all the support that you're giving to any of these teams. Seriously. But, but yeah, don't give it to the uh, Ishgard eyes anymore. They, they had more than enough. <laughs> Is Seyfrod still reading positive Ishgard facts? Because that was pretty funny. I mean, well, I mean... Yeah, they, yeah. He's, they, but he's... Yeah, they got yeah, a is. $500 donation. And so that's another 100 facts i believe he has to read out yeah that's yeah. so good because it was every five dollars they raised or something like that he was going to read out a fact or was it every every ten dollars 
I forget the exact thing. I just remember it was something where he didn't expect it to be that much, and then yeah. I'm not sure if it was a spite donation or if it was like a hey, this is a thing we really support, or a bit of both. Probably. I feel like it's. Kind of funny. I think it's from both. <laughs> I mean, I fully understand. I mean, if I could make somebody squirm and suffer that much, you know, by doing something charitable, you damn right I'd do it. <laughs> we are very different people, Klaus. Hey, it's it's. Yeah, all, it's he does all... need money. <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget when I did Extra Life last year and did the. Eat Carolina Reaper things, you know, for a certain amount of money. People would drop into the chat just to say how close you are to donate, just to force me to eat them. So, oh, how close are you? Ten dollars? Okay, here you go. I mean, it's like okay, here's this natural human tendency towards cruelty, and we are at least the hardest hated towards something good? Question mark. Right. Yeah, it's for the children. Uh, dichotomy. <laughs> it's, it's, I actually it's, uh, did eat spicy ramen the other night uh, to for when I was doing the spicy ramen challenge. Cloud. Oh, like is this like a restaurant that did that, or are you talking about the Samyang stuff? Uh, no, like I actually ordered ramen to my house and then just added oh, well. every spicy thing that I had Ooh. and was and have video evidence of me doing it so the next time they do a fundraiser we have the this stupid player will eat crazy hot food for you and uh, we can actually prove that I'll do it. See I had that happen to me like a month ago but it wasn't part of any challenge. They just put way too much garlic in the broth at the Thrama place that I liked. Like I it hurt my lips there was that much garlic in it. <laughs> How can you have too much garlic? Yeah, I've garlic never heard of like... this thing. What is too much garlic? Mine is basically it... sambal with noodles in it. It was brutal. Lovely. Like I said, I've I... heard of too little garlic, but like I said, I have uh, a package yet of the uh, the Samyang Korean two times spicy ramen. I'm gonna have to buy more of that stuff. I enjoyed it when I've had but... it. it. It was a little painful, you know. It was painful yeah, it was because nice. the sauce is oil based. So it yeah. sticks on your lips. Uh-huh. But yeah. And I was using the whole packet of sauce flavor. as well. Absolutely. Tim, you were saying? That is a great flavor though. Like it's spicy, yeah. but it has such a nice flavor to it. Oh yeah. I've never really enjoyed ramen before. And even though that one was tearing up all of my insides, I loved it. Oh yeah. I mean I toned yeah. down the spice a little bit, but I added some yogurt, which was really tasty, by the way. And it brought out the the, the flavor, and it was it was amazing taste. The, the Koreans do an amazing job on on their ramen. Two thumbs up. But it felt weird that I ordered mine from Amazon, and it came from a bookstore <laughs> in China. That's <laughs> freaking awesome. It's all it about but curious. Yes. You ordered from the Chinese bookstore. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, Kane. God damn it, Kane. Klaus broke my ramen virginity at Anime Detour. That cheeky boy. Hey, that was some pretty decent ramen, though. There was a uh, um. It's funny because it was actually at a um a conveyor belt sushi place that opened up like oh, nice. a block down from where the <laughs> the, the, the de- where Detour was held. And uh, yes, Ian, this is now the Bone Up a Tea podcast. <laughs> I'm down with that. Yeah, Bradley Oni showing up later. Don't worry about. It. Yeah, with with some water here and word worder. God damn the worder and. Vegas is broken. better than us, Vin. <laughs> we got I mean, this, Vegas, Vin. We got Vegas this. Vegas is bro- Vegas has broken several of my food virginities. Oh my! But what happens? Remember, in Vegas? I can cheese. 
Yeah, and then last year I tried Indian for the first time. All right, moving on. Let's 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 move on. Um, so um, food for Chinese. The the F- Final Fantasy fourteen Storm uh, Shadowbringers benchmark is out. <laughs> Damn it. Storm Blood Benchmark's out. That's <laughs> technically true. Yes, but the Shadowbringers one is out now too. Um, you can make your own Viera and Hrothgar characters, you know, so you can know what you're going to Fantasia into right as the servers go up. Um, as well as take a look at the new locales and moves from Shadowbringers. Um, the video from that is actually really good. If you don't have the yeah. ability to uh, download it, like if you run on PS4 and you don't have a PC that can handle the game, um, you can actually go out to YouTube and look up the uh, the video for it. But what's nice or about... Or you could pester a friend like you, I did and have them stream it and you pick the things on the character too. creation. Um, but otherwise, you can... <laughs> Workout day here at PDR. <laughs> <laughs> um the benchmark you can also when you create your character you can then import it into the video so you can see what your character would look like in there and you can save it and then import that data right into the game client which is really nice. i appreciate that they allowed you yeah. to also try on a wide variety of outfits for it oh yeah like the fact that the hawk ground look amazing in moogle suits we know that now yep anyway. or how cool i would look as a dark knight in a spring dress Oh, all right. If you I also, that, when I was doing it, my mate's like, "Oh, yeah, got to the bus slider." I'm like, "Really? Do you have to ask me that?" And like, "No, open it." Like, damn. No bus slider. Denied. No bus slider. No. I, bus yeah, they've got a bus slider. Well, we want the butt slider. I don't really want one, to be honest. We need the butt slider. Oh, I do. <laughs> it's 2019. We slide butts out. I could find the clip where David Hayter is talking about being dummy thick again in uh, Solid Snake's voice. <laughs> that was hilarious. That, that was needs amazing. to happen. It, it, it exists. It exists. He, he did it for a laugh. Maybe we can get Kyle Abair to do it in uh, Thancred's voice. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, too. That would actually be amazing. I might know a guy. Anyway, um, so have you guys had fun making your um, bunny girls and cat boys? Uh, I mostly just like checked out really quickly and ran the thing to make sure that my computer was awesome. Sarah, you've spoiler. got a 1080. I think you're good. <laughs> yeah, spoiler, my computer's awesome. <laughs> I don't know how fast these things become obsolete. Um, I'll, 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 I don't know how to computer. The moment you buy them. He's not wrong. This is why I don't really use a computer to play games anymore. But it's so much fun. Actually, you know, computers are... The technology is not advancing as fast as it used to be, so computers that you bought a couple of years ago are still really good. Well, that's because we're still in... As I've said before, we're still in this current gen. Yeah. You're not going to see a spike until PS5 and Xbox One, whatever it's called, launches. Which will be sometime next year, but the computer hardware is not going to really take a huge jump either. And I mean, we got RTX, but again, it's it's brand new cutting edge technology, and it's going to take a while. The PS5 supports ray tracing, so once all of the developers are actually you know creating content that takes full advantage of that, then we might see you know. As I said, consoles are going to be starting to support ray tracing. 
So so much for glorious PC masteries. I don't know. Like I said, PC st- still has the ability to to keep up. I am really excited with what's going on with that, but we should create a, a whole yeah. new like uh, um, technology podcast to discuss all of that for all of those uh, comments I want to talk about. <laughs> anyway, um, let's continue on. So we've got a couple events, uh, one going on right now. The Moogle Treasure Trove event runs from now until the start of Shadowbringers. Um so you can go run out and collect irregular tomb- tombstones. I almost said tombstones. Sorry, sir. Of philosophy by running certain uh, Realm Reborn dungeons and raids and save them up to get fabulous prizes. Um, I put a link to the, uh, the page out in the Twitch chat. Again, I said it will also be in the show notes for those listening out on the podcast. Um, some of the uh, things you can get, the one thing that, there's two prizes that are unique to this event. One of them being Namazu earrings. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And then um, a special map that will guarantee portals. Yeah, but nothing else. Oh, is it? Is it going to be similar to a thieves map? Yeah, it just takes you to a normal portal. But it'll be it'll be nor- a normal place, either um, um, the canals yeah. or the uh, shifting altars. Yep. Okay. But to get two of those is 50 um, of these um, tombstones, and that's that's a hefty price. Yep. Um, Aside from that, then there's also going to be the availability of um, beastmen, um, mounts, minions, uh, a few other things like that. Which means I'll never have to do a round reborn mill thingies. But how are you going to see all the storyline behind it and and, and the... uh, the the uh, cat boy with the uh, the leopard print speedo. I don't know YouTube. <laughs> How are this you? This one doesn't get... care about flying cabbages and their backstories. <sighs> <laughs> How are you going to get that really cool f- uh, death mask as a face piece? Yeah, the sable eye. I'm good. This one are disappoints you, me. Are you? Uh, well, I've done Namazu. I've done Namazu and Moogle, the only beast tribes that matter. And just like I'll do the dwarf beast tribe when Shadowbringers come out, that's a real one. And again, I say... Because <sighs> those are the ones that matter. <laughs> no, that's fine. I mean, it's it's so... Like I said, they were the ones that took the absolute longest just because they were time-locked. And they level up the slowest. But I, I enjoyed them. I, I did them. I kept up with them. I think everybody should do them. But Chili doesn't agree with me. Or just do this event. It's easier. Yeah. I mean, want... Or you could do them, and then you do this event, but you spend all of your thing on those maps that always make a portal. Or Namazu earrings. No, don't do that. That's a waste of... <laughs> I mean, it's just... What was it? It's... How many for a map? Uh, 50. Fifty for two maps. Yes. Uh, that's what. It'd be twenty-five circus tower runs. Twenty-five circus tower runs, or you could just buy some maps for twenty thousand gil. Uh, are, how off, how likely is a map to uh, make a portal? Because these ones always make a About portal. About fifty percent. Yeah. Okay. It's really high, and if you get a party of six or seven people yeah. and everybody runs two, you're gonna go in like. Eight or nine times out of the fourteen, oh. 
Yeah, that was one of the other things I did. I finally got to go to the Uznair places. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was oh, nice to have so you with us. Fun. Yeah, I just always ended up not having time or other stuff was going on. So for the first time, I actually went along and I got to see the magical spinning wheels. And then there were Golden Namazu and yes, everything yes. was crazy. And we died a couple times. And oh, my God, I swear they do the trolling gate open more than the normal gate open. They Wait. super do. It's hilarious. Uh, Sorry for that you died, but I had hadn't healed for a very long time. It's fine. It's fine. And I think with a, a full tank. party of eight, we would have been a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, we had lost one. We were down to five. And Pyrocats, the spinning wheels one he's talking about is the uh, shifting altars of Uznair, the roulette yeah. wheel. Um, but yeah, it was yeah. that was a good time. Um, it's kind of nice that they're putting this event in there to get people to run some of this content to help the newer players to get caught up. But I think that the prizes are a little bit expensive for the amount you get. Oh, yeah. But I mean, I think they'd rather err on the side of making sure that there's lots of runs happening. Yeah, but at the same yeah. token, we're sitting over here two days in being like, okay, if we don't wipe and we do this mechanic, we can get... 10 tombstones per hour if we average six minutes a run as long as we're all blue mages it's yeah. like oh my god guys that was not the point yeah i mean i think i'm sure they imagine i if i were designing it i would be like okay there's some amount of people who are going to game the system but as long as enough people are doing the thing that we wanted it's fine yeah I and mean, the it, people who are doing their crazy blue mage runs they can do that that's I mean, fine it's getting me to run the content more regularly i mean yeah. the first day i think i ran five um crystal tower runs alongside of my msq roulette but today I only did MSQ leveling and uh, Alliance roulette. Um, so, I mean, I should have enough time to at least get the Namazu earring. Maybe I'll get lucky and get enough to get answers as well, but we'll see. Cause answers. I'm mainline for answers. I mean, my main problem is I actually had gotten most of the things through other sources previously. Yeah. Like I said, the only thing you just, need is the just earring. Just do coil for answers. No, oh, good point. I mean, um, you could. It's still super expensive. I mean, I you think you've got to get the you need drops from uh, Twintanya, Nail, and Bahamut, and I think uh, Nail is the one that uh, gets everyone at this point. Yeah, but if you're in, if you know a group, then it's not too bad. That's a big if, though. Yeah, and you... well, there's what well, there's four of us here. <laughs> All right, BRB guys, we're gonna stream a quick. No, <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah, I don't mean, but I'm just saying, like you know. No, I know, and it's possible. Like I said, the, the item is still, um, I guess it's a couple million gil on most yeah. servers. So, yeah, there is. So, I mean, you could say, oh, it's super easy, but if it's that easy, it would probably not still be that much. But it's not barely an inconvenience. Just think um, about how much easier it's going to be next expansion as well. I suspect it'll still be because. Just from uh, there's the whole if you don't do mechanics, you wipe. Like, you need at least three people for T9. There's no way around it. Yeah. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Okay. Tim, have you had a chance to run any of this yet? He's never done. Yeah, no. I've been spending all my time grinding the Nasa Tower. Oh, and, and doing uh, content? Yep. That one. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag crazy. 
<laughs> Hashtag yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, I kind of rudely interrupted you. What else were you saying? Oh, well. poke, Tim. Oh, what, well. me? Yeah, I, said, I, I kind of rudely interrupted you. What else were you saying? I, don't, you, I was saying something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm going to go streaming off a bunch of ham of hashtags, but that's not really <laughs> super important ever. Fair enough. All right. <laughs> so that's a thing that's going to be running for the next month or so. So if you're smart, don't grind it too much because it may end up pushing you off the game. That's my concern, but just have fun with it. If you have fun grinding it, go for it. Don't forget to take care of yourself. Same as usual. And stay hydrated, fam. My goal is to do a 24-hour stream of Sigrid's Tower. That feels like the opposite of what we were advising. (laughs) Billy, you're not helping. No. (laughs) Moving on. You are doing the opposite of helping. Look, I need 190 times. If you need to take a break from the... um, the, the Moogle treasure trove uh, on June 6th, times. you'll be able to do the make it rain campaign. Woo. Make it rain bitches. Uh, so Yay. that's another grind. Oh, starts, that one starts in a couple of days, right? Yeah. The six, not in a week. Thurs- the yeah. Next Thursday, I believe. Is yeah. it not? I thought it was like the 16th, the sixth, sixth. Oh, this is the one that comes with like gold saucer stuff. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yep. So uh, this year we get lots of MGP as well as a new Senor Sabatender emote. Um, and then all the yeah. other items are returning and the gold saucer games from last year's Make It Rain campaign will be uh, at a reduced price. I think everything's reduced, isn't it? I, something like that, yeah. But the only new Also th- remember, everything gives, this, everything gives bonus MGP as well. Not like I need it, but uh, if, you, if, you, if you guys do, by all, all means, you know, it's it's so easy to get MGP right now. I mean, you're going to like, you can make a million MGP like easily during this time frame. And I grinded for it, several hours. Like, I think I put in like 40, 50 hours before, to get 1 million MGP last time. But once you have it, you just, if you didn't do any of the Garo stuff and you still want them, the non diables those are going away in 5.1. So this would be a good opportunity to get the MGP to yeah, buy though. That stuff is expensive. Please don't do that. Well, buy just, all the Garo stuff? Just get the... Just get the, what you call it, the Wolfmark versions. That means you have to do PvP. Yeah, but it means you can die it. Well, if they don't care. It's worth it, but, like, I've signed up for a PvP queue when the server was packed, and it just sat there and didn't oh, move well. for 40 minutes. Oh, yeah. So I'm I like, well... We and it was fine, and we won. Yay! But those so are... is, is PvP fun, then? I only hear from Chile how terrible not, it is. That's uh, not great. It, I'm fine with it. Uh, the skills are balanced a bit differently, so it's worthwhile to go to the Wolf's Den, uh, which is uh, the area outside a lot of the people. It's an area in Limsa where your stuff will be set to those actions, so you can look through and see what stuff does. You have kind of a streamlined uh, version of your job mechanics that follows a lot of the same ideas, but it's going to be a bit simpler. And yeah, it's actually not bad. Uh, I've been lucky enough to play in uh, games where there was usually someone who knew enough about how it worked to give the rest of us directions. Yeah, it's good when you get that. Yeah, the biggest okay. difference, there's multiple types of PvP. You've got, um, 
you know, the uh, the 24 or 72 man versions where it's three uh, team B, team B, team. Um, there's also then rival wings. And then there's the feast, which is the uh, 4v4 stuff. The That's the stuff that a lot of people have issue with because it's very competitive. And if you're not on their level, people are very salty about it. But uh, just, I would say that the, uh, the like the... Um, the shatter sees slaughter that kind of stuff that, that that can be fun just remember you can't select your pvp if it's one of those you have to have whichever one's in roulette that time true very true so some weeks you'll get seal rock some weeks you'll get uh shatter some weeks you'll get or some days you'll get yeah um it, it changes at resets yep every day so give it a try see if you like it there's a lot of stuff that is uh, um, Wolfmark only. Like there's some minions, mounts, hairstyles, glamours. Uh, the, one of the best minions, the cheerleader minion. Yep, cheerleader minions on there, uh, as well as the uh, the lamp minion or the little uh, lantern minion. I haven't seen and that yet. And don't forget that your PvP class might be different than the class that you normally play. And remember, the gear doesn't affect your PvP. Which is the nicest part about it. As long as you're level 30, you can queue up for it. Cool. Yeah. At least they did one match for a trophy, but I've always wanted to check it out. Yes, yes, go for it. I think you actually do get experience points from it as well, if you're yeah, not yeah, already you It's level. reduced from what it used to be, but yes, you can still get... Uh, well, yeah, because people bots. were just farming that. Yep, bots. Go for it, go for it. Go. All right, and then... Uh, Coming up in a couple of weeks is the uh, big uh, E3 convention, and uh, SE will be there. They're actually taking over Sony's uh, spot during the uh, the live event, so there's, there's going to be a lot of stuff going on for Square Enix. And sh- you damn well better believe that Shadowbringers is going to be represented there. Um, there's going to be the playable battle challenge, pitting players against Titania, the Fairy Queen, as yep. well as uh, producer Live Letter 52, will be held June 14th at 6 p.m. Eastern or 3 p.m. Pacific. So you can uh, check that out. We're going to get a lot more information on uh, the upcoming expansion. Um, and I posted uh, information into the uh, notes as well. So if you guys want to check that out. There's going to be a lot of stuff that Square Enix is presenting. I mean, not only Final Fantasy-based, but um, we're actually going to see the first uh, views of the uh, up, the previously announced Avengers game. That's going to be interesting. Interested to see what they come up with. Crickets. Other thoughts? What's that? Sorry. That, what that about the Avengers? Oh, right. The superhero. <laughs> oh, yeah. Avengers, ho! That's the oh, phrase, you're, right? You're not interested in that? No, not really. Hmm. I'm comp- I completely am not interested. Okay. I, I I just thought it was cool that the, their Crystal Dynamics um team was working on a game for Marvel. So it's, 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 oh, if it's Crystal Dynamics. I'm excited, but I'm not excited about the fact that it's necessarily Avengers. No, it, yeah, <laughs> a new Crystal Dynamics. Uh, and just that I I'm trying to f- I like to know what type of game it is. Is it a first person well, shooter, third person shooter? It's a third person cover game that the leak was wasn't it so i didn't actually get to check that out because they, they pulled it yeah so um i'm not gonna get excited until we actually see it that's why i'm like i love the avengers but until i actually see any gameplay i'm not gonna go yay avengers 
Like I said, I'm I could be to a Hulk. What, what comes of it, and plus we are also going to get a lot more news on the Final Fantasy VII remake. You know, they had it's that... been a bajillion years. Eventually, that game's going to come out, and it doesn't really matter how good it is. It's just going to eventually come out, and then they're going to be like, crap, what do we tell people about now? Because we finally can't just milk this Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Come on, Remake, just come out. We support you. It's fine. I mean, Final Fantasy 16, formerly known as Type-0, Chapter 2. God, well, no, 16 has been done by Yoshi P, so isn't it? Which is crazy. Has that been formally announced? Well, he's working on a new project, isn't he? So, Well, I mean, he's... Yeah, I suppose Division 3 is uh, the Final Fantasy stuff, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I can never... I mean, what else are we going to get? A Dragon Quest game at this point? Well, they already have a whole separate team doing that stuff. But he might be in charge of all that now, too, because they restructured all of their business divisions. And there oh, is a Dragon Quest no. announcement coming yeah. recent, soon, so there might be something at E3. Yeah, who knows? Maybe it, it might be an announcement for an NA release for Builders, too. Oh, good uh, point. So, lots of we already about. got that. It'll be, no, we got Chili Builders. But, uh, we got Builders, but not Builders 2 yet, right? I thought Builders 2 was only in Japan. I could be wrong. But yeah. July that, 12th. Oh, that's when it's coming out? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's why I, we, we rely on you, Chili. <laughs> it's in 40 days. You can pre-order it now to get a free magnet sheet from game. <laughs> Thanks for I'm the good. offer. By the way, but I'll have to are you bringing up the Amazon thing about pre-orders? What? Or not? What you know Amazon about? Europe? I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, okay, Amazon Europe have changed their pre-order policy. So, again, keep an eye on this for Ameri- yeah, in case they change the American policy eventually. Because I think it's Amazon Europe and Amazon Japan that have changed this. Um, before, when you pre-ordered again, you'd be charged a couple of days before release. The new uh, policy is that as soon as you pre-order, you're charged. Which I'm so, all right yeah. with that. That sounds way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of people would pre-order yeah, I'm a game. I'm pretty sure it's changed, too. Um, no, they still don't charge you until they ship it. Um, I know like the SE store, you can choose to have them debit it early. And yeah. I'm not sure about Amazon, but I know in the past it pre-orders, they don't charge until they ship. Uh, but- shop two, which is another pre- uh, company in the UK. Uh, if you pre-order from them, you actually have to click a button to say, uh, charge me later. So, so they will charge you when you make the order. No, well, unless you click the button unless saying please charge before. Yeah. Like so I make said, sure you click that button. I'm okay with them charging right away. Because that way, yeah. you know, when you basically when you buy it, usually that's the time when you got the money, right? <laughs> well, no, it depends. Like E3, you'll see a lot of people pre-order stuff because they're really excited. Or there's a bonus that they get with it. Yeah, so they, they might not have the money at the time. They're just pre-ordering it because they want it when it comes out. Or they might start doing like what like GameStop, um, Walmart, Best Buy do, and they'll make you put $5 yeah. down. Yeah. We'll see. That sounds awful. All right. And then Sarah was yeah, kind of... Enough- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Finish. Oh, no, I was going to say something to do with GameStop, so yeah. Oh. Awful. But I was going to say, Sarah then put it together a, a wonderful gacha roundup because we haven't had one of those in a while. 
I don't know how much people necessarily care about that, but hey, people so still see. play those games. Yeah. So Final Fantasy Record Keeper has just started the second act for their record dungeons. That's including some, uh, rather than just having stuff taken from one of the Final Fantasy games, they've got some FFRK original fights and storylines. Uh, there's an ongoing Realm event that does feature FF13 and Hope. Uh, we are anticipating the Summer Festival coming up soon. And in Japan, they've just introduced a new 7-star Synchro Soul Break. So Power Creep's going to creep. And people are already excitedly speculating about what that could mean. Uh, in Dissidia Opera Omnia, the World of Illusions Ultimate Ifrit has arrived, along with summon boards as a way to power up your characters. Kefka's Lost Chapter will be beginning in a day or two, along with something called Perfectum Lost Chapter Trials. Uh, it's believed that this is going to be similar to a thing in Japan where we are able to get a 15 CP weapon for a lot of the previous LC characters. So you'll be able, uh, especially for players who are a little bit newer, they'll be able to get a lot of that stuff to help bring those people up to speed and make them more useful in the current era. Uh, in Mobius, Chapter 4 of the Warrior of Despair storyline has just begun. Uh, there's a special set of bonus quests uh, for the next week or so, focusing on making improvements to Maya jobs. And for the whales and porpoises out there, they are running a special campaign this week where purchasing Magicite will give you a Supreme Summon ticket that gives you a guaranteed summon of a, a Supreme card or an Ultimate Hero. I'm not going to buy any and that makes me happy. <laughs> in Brave Exvius, the story is continuing with Chapter 8 of their second season. Uh, we do have new summer beachwear units featuring uh, Fina, Lid, Fulka, and Citra. And there's a Final Fantasy VI event uh, going on centered around Figaro Castle and Edgar and Sabin. It doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on in that one at the moment, but... Uh, I want I know a Kefka in of... a bikini character. <laughs> no. <laughs> Kefka in a uh, bikini <laughs> needs to be the next remote slot that we unlock. No. <laughs> Come on, but so yeah, you know expecting you to see a bit more in the way of various summer festival type things uh, as we start getting to, especially I want to say around August is when Obon would usually be. Moonfire Fair! Something like that. <laughs> huh. And yeah, that's what we've got going in the gotchas right now. I think there's a couple games that have been discussed on the horizon, but until I get more details on that, today was also the kickoff at the library for our summer learning program, so it was a little bit busy, and I didn't get a chance to look into that. Oh yeah, Nick Nair is saying that Disney World's 5 dropped yesterday. If you have... Uh, Shit, it totally did. Hang on. I'll if, be right back. If you have uh, Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to it there. That's their paid music service. Um, otherwise, I believe it's $30 at most sites amazing music by the way strongly recommend oh by the way if you're a fan of itunes they're actually getting rid of itunes so what yeah itunes has been um it's been changed into three different separate applications uh, well i know they yep. split the podcasts off of it yeah everything's been split off basically so doing oh, Apple Music, yeah, Apple Podcasts, and Apple, Apple uh, Video? Yeah, Apple Video and Apple Music. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense um, instead of having it all under one umbrella, but I'm wondering if you'll still be able to use the yeah. iTunes uh, Oh, yeah, interface. apparently their pages on Facebook and Instagram have been scrubbed of all their content just days ahead of their Worldwide Developers Conference. Yeah. 
the Instagram account currently directed to Apple TV. Anyways. That's not uh, shady at all. Yeah, I mean, if they're planning an announcement anyways. All right. I guess that covers our very lengthy discussion of uh, the gaming community news. But I mean, it's good to know that there's a lot of things happening within the Final Fantasy realm. It's, it, it means things are going well. So. so let's get into the meat of our discussion topic today. And the reason why we have our, uh, our guest, Tim, joining us today. Um, the Final Fantasy XIV media event um, happened about a week, week and a half ago. And the um, embargo was lifted recently. And somebody is smashing things over at Sarah's place. Yeah, let me find out what's going on with that. I'll be right back. Stop fapping in excitement about the (laughs) media top. (laughs) Oh, my. It's good news, but not that good news, okay? Um, Tim was lucky enough to be able to be invited by Square Enix to uh, fly out to San Francisco and take part in the, uh, the event live. So, Tim, why don't you tell us all about your experience? What was it like? Um, kind of daunting, uh, just because I, well, uh, as I, as I, uh, preluded a little bit in the beginning, I have been spending most of my time with Final Fantasy XIV over these last couple of years, like just basically playing catch up between all the other things I've been doing. Excuses aside, I have not been to 70 with a single character, so I don't know, like, the extensive level, like the extent, intrinsic details of this game. Uh, I know what I've seen, and I know what I played when I first reviewed A Realm Reward decades ago. Um, so it's been, you know, a very steep learning curve getting back into the full swing of things, even though I've been kind of back and forth for the last few years. Um, so when I walked into the the event, I was very uh, nervous on that end, because, you know, I expected everybody who was there, because who was, who was there was going to be, you know, super learned in the Final Fantasy XIV. So I soon learned, however, uh, that I was like middle ground. Quick check-in. Uh, my landlord is uh, taking care of some important repairs, so I am going to have my uh, microphone muted for like the next 10-15 minutes or so. My apologies. Alright, no worries. If you have things that you want, you're, you're going to still be listening in, right? I'll still be listening in. Alright, so if you have something you want to interject, by all means, please do. Absolutely, but I would rather not subject you to the noise of his hammering. Thank you for checking on that, Sarah. Anyway, sorry, Tim. Continue. Please continue. Also, um, yeah. Um, so I realized I soon realized that I was basically middle ground, where there were plenty of people that knew every single thing about everything, and then there were people that were just there because they had to be. Yeah, they were the ones that invited from other news outlets that and went because nobody else wanted to go. Yeah, so I, I it it took it took me about half an hour to feel comfortable, in a sense, and it was nice after that because uh, the venue was absolutely gorgeous. It had, it was like a like a almost like a, a dinner venue. You stepped in, and everything was the shade of like red and purple, and dimly not dimly lit, but you know low lights, like the full ambiance, candles on the tables. It was. Mm, I took pictures. Yeah, I saw some Delicious. of those. You send a couple of them. I mean, it looked like a beautiful venue. They they Actually, do a good since job. I, it's past the thing. I can send that. I can send that to the group here. Um, but yeah, the whole venue was just gorgeous. I took pictures of pretty much everything I could. 
you know, Tim, you should write an article on it and put, and put those pictures in there. <laughs> that would be hot, actually. I mean, because I I know um, Gamer Escape when they put they they did a huge series of articles, and because uh, well, Fusion has like he's he's real deep into the Final Fantasy world and uh, has been a deep. known. Did you get to meet him by chance? Do you know who I'm talking about? Um, what was his name? Uh, Fusion X. Otherwise, his name is Andrew. I'm trying to remember his last name, but uh, I think a lot see. of people like that went on the day after Tim. Okay. Like Mr. Happy yeah, worked we a game or went on Wednesday. So. Okay. Yeah, I know they did split it up into multiple days. They probably had news outlets on one day. They had uh, uh, influencers on another day. They had content creators on another day. Well, I think the influencers and content creators had the same day. It was the media and influence content creator. Yeah. Well, yeah. it was like many days, though, like four or five days yeah. worth. So anyway, um, so, you, so you get there and, and you get to talk with all these other people from the other news outlets. And, uh, I mean, was it a pretty welcoming environment? Um, yeah, the, the staff was great. Everything was like out in the open. There was no sort of like, I don't know. I've been to a couple of press events and sometimes everything is kind of discreet and kind of out of the way. So like, if you want to find something, someone has to direct you there. But everything was in this big room, and everything was open, and every and you know assistants were everywhere. They, they didn't need to be because everything was so point and click, as you would say. Uh, it, it was, everything was very open, very accessible. It was great. Um, but the staff was everywhere, willing to help, and they were all just fantastic. I got to meet Aya. Um, I took a picture, and Chili. I, I ended up sending it to Chili, and he said, "Oh, is that Aya?" And he told me about Aya, and then I had to go. I had to go talk to her. Yeah, Aya's mm-hmm. amazing, isn't she? And, and I, she's like, oh, I don't I know who she is. I'm like, oh. oh, she's great. Um, I actually ended up running an instance with her. Sweet, it was awesome. Is that when you were running Dolmeg? Yep, we both ran dancers because hashtag never enough. Well, she is the dancing <laughs> fighter. Yeah, dancing queen. Yeah, go check her on Twitch.tv/slash Dancing Fighter. Yep. I put a link to your article when you ran the Domeg uh, um, instance, so if you guys want to check that out. Ooh. Yes, yeah. please. Thank you. Don't worry, I'm going to be posting all of your articles. So, what were your first thoughts when you actually ran that instance? I mean, we've seen pictures, you know, it's a very bright and uh, um, pastel-looking uh, landscape. I mean, what's it like when you're actually immersed in it and playing the game? Um, that the first section just made me this screamed Alice in Wonderland. Missing the Cheshire Cat, though. Well, you know, (laughs) I pretty much missed the Cheshire Cat everywhere, but uh, even in real life. But yeah, it. I just. I don't know. It was just gorgeous. I. I've you know I've run everything I can now apart from raids in this game. Okay. I don't know, man. Like nothing really matches up to how gorgeous. Domeg is. I mm, I don't know, man. Maybe it was just the euphoria of the event that did it for me on top of it, but man, it was... Mm, I it's love a beautiful-looking dungeon from the, tra- from the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the video you posted on our YouTube. The PSU dot... Where? Um, <laughs> 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 yeah, 
This video is in the article that's already posted yeah. in the chat. Yeah. Um, but the first time I did play it, I did. I ended up not playing it with a person because I was just super shy. And the nice thing about anxiety is that it keeps me from talking to people. So did you run and the trust so system? I did. I ran the trust system a few times with a few classes. And dude, even though the, the trust system has issues with like complicated scenarios, I adore it. I absolutely adore the trust system. Yeah, I posted like, there are a lot of great things coming in this expansion, but I think the biggest one for me is the trust system. Yeah, I posted a link to your trust system article. Kisses. <laughs> um, <laughs> I read in an interview um, that Yoshi did that the trust system is actually, th the way that the, the trusts work is it's based off of their um, personalities. Yeah, that's from what to game from Bradley. They did that. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. It might have been you that told me that. Otherwise, I, I thought I maybe saw it on Gamer Escape. Yeah. But, but would you agree yeah, each, with that? I could see it. Yeah, each player that can come along plays a specific role. Like Alice, a class. So Alice steals your yeah. limit break and uh, yeah. runs into the middle of things. Uh, Ishtola will will sit in an AOE to, uh, to for her deeps, and uh, Urian yeah. J is gonna be like, <sighs> and just raise them. Uh yeah. So I, I saw some of that. I saw that Alice apparently likes to rush into battle, and then yeah. Orianze or Alphano will resurrect her at incredible speed. <laughs> uh, but they're saying that Ishtola will actually dodge out of stuff, and I think he said if, he, if her stuff gets interrupted too many times, she'll go ahead and do the triple cast thing to get a big burst to make up for it. <laughs> but it's stuff where uh, they talked about not just being smart AIs, but the characters acting the way they would personality-wise. They wanted some And he flavor. did comment that Orianze yeah. Uriange will give you all the cards. Yeah. <laughs> give me all them balances. Um, and I'm not sure what pictures have been posted of it, but in the demo that we had, there were six slots and only five characters were present. So there's uh, a yeah. slot left for one more character. Was uh, Minfilia in that group? Uh, no, the six slot is your Stola. The six slot is your Stola. So what slots do um, they show? Um, oh my god, Alpha Node for Alice, oh Fancred, you're that's it, and yeah. Alpha Node, Alice, Fancred, Ariane, and yeah, who's the, the where the hell's my notebook? Give me Minfilia is the, is the, is the child. Oh, should we like to, as people call her Ninfilia because she's a ninja now? Okay, so yeah, then the sixth would be uh, Ishtola. Who is uh, not a full black mage, but is a witch, I believe yeah, I witch. heard it called. Yeah, she's like, because isn't she taking over for the witch? Well, she was of. called Matoya yeah. in the trailer. So. Yeah, exactly. There's so if she is being a witch, someone might have referred to her, and Matoya is kind of like a cute nicknaming thing as well. Yeah, and Matoya yeah. may actually be a, uh, a title, not just a name. Which would be super, oh. super cool. Yeah. Also, Which is what I, I want, guessed. I want to shout out my friend Spender, who also predicted that Yastola would be not quite a regular black mage, but maybe something yeah. like a witch, which would be a variant several months ago. I want to, uh, like, yeah. I, I had the conversation saved somewhere. Props, totally Spender. Yeah, because yeah, her weapon looks, a, it looked different. I thought it was a bit weird. And she, general, it looked like she had two weapons instead of just like a staff. In general, it's good to assume that not every NPC is going to be the exact same yeah. classes that we are. 
Well, look at Vancouver. He played jobs that we didn't even have for a while. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep, we did get. I remember, them. like during the uh, was it the through the maelstrom patch thing where we didn't have Ninja yet, but he still yeah. decided to show off those moves. Yeah. Oh, what's good? Or um, General Limza showing off the the gun skills. Marilyn, we even yeah. Had guns. I mean, she's been uh, <laughs> packing those uh, guns since one point Yeah, she likes packing them guns. That's super smexy there, Tim. Seeing the pictures you posted mm. on your Discord. Um, I'll figure yeah. out a way to get those uh, put out. Um, if if you don't mind, I can maybe get them put into our show notes so people can can. Yeah, these are them. these are pictures I can post publicly. I have a bunch of them that I took for reference that I'm not supposed to. Okay, but I'll make sure I don't give you those. Yep, no problem. So anything that you post in our Discord, um, I'll I'll add into the. Uh, I'll figure out a way to get put in. Maybe I'll work with you to get um, a write-up or something, if you wouldn't mind. I don't know if you can put it on our website, but uh, I'll, I'll figure something out. I want other um, people to be able to see these guys, things as well. Would you guys like to see the the clock that I got from Square Enix? <laughs> it's so cute. It, yeah, he, <laughs> he got the, the, the fat uh, chocobo alarm clock. It They're really cool. Very nice. Well, supposedly it's the same room, says, as they'd had the escape room in. Yeah, when they had... I thought it looked familiar. I looked at some of the other images posted. I compared the address to the one I remember. And yeah, in San Francisco, there's a particular building that they used for the uh, escape room game, the Final Fantasy XIV themed one. And it's the same building. Like, even the elevator that they were... Like, the old-fashioned uh, elevator they were uh, pointing out on there, it's the same one from there. That's. I wonder if they just really like that building or something. Or if they well, maybe they do. have some kind of special deal. Yeah. Hey, we're going to rent this from you three times a year for random stuff. Yeah. Here's money now. We get yeah. it on these weeks. Yeah, that's Makes very possible. Sense. I mean, businesses yeah. will do that. There was definitely some stuff about it that was distinctive enough that I went in back and checked it. Pretty cool. So uh, aside from that, you had gotten a little bit of sit-down time with, with Yoshida. How did that go? Yeah. <laughs> um... I was intimidated because I, well, you know, like as I've said a couple times now, I, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I only have so much knowledge in this game, so it's been, it was really tricky for me to come up with questions, and um, I, uh, Chili helped me quite a bit with a few questions, and some of my issue that I had with some of his questions is that there was no way for me to like talking about the way I asked it. Tim, interrupt um, so, you, you. You cut out a little bit there, so could you repeat? Kind of this is my nightmare. You, we, we lost you when you were talking about Chili's questions. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, okay. Um, yeah, the... Um, he, he gave me some questions, and the issue that I was having personally with them is that I didn't have a way to like properly convey them because I didn't exactly understand every aspect of it. Mm. So in an interview aspect, it was kind of awkward to think that I was going to be asking these questions and then having to worry about probing questions, you know, like, and I'd be like, well, I don't know. <laughs> Here's something super specific. Like, uh, are you going to do anything with relics? Are you going to have them like this? And then like, well, what did you think? I'm like, well, uh, I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it would... I had some, but I did have some experience with Palace of the Dead, so that question came in like they were going to do more deep dungeon content for Shadowbringers. Also, like the whole time I was there, I kept calling it Stormbringers, and I hated myself <laughs> for it. I kept saying Stormbringers. 
To say you've been uh, watching too much Avengers, and you got mixed no, up between Shadowbringers and Stormbreaker. <laughs> I can always just stay within the realm of Final Fantasy fourteen and say that I got the SB uh, expansions mixed up. Well, I mean, I do it all the time, so don't feel bad. Stormbreaker. That also sounds cool. I hope that's not the next one. Because <laughs> we, yeah, we need a third SB, right? Yeah, you never, never enough, I guess. Still Bonder, because we're going to Garlemald. Um, but uh, <laughs> you, you know, he's super chill. Yeah. Um, I've I've met a few, you know, like, quote famous people. You know, I, I've met a few famous people, and they all have this sort of like present yourself persona. But like, when you walked in, he's like, "Hey, I'm Yoshi P." You know, it's like it, it just has he just gave off this super welcoming sort of like natural persona, and it was great. And every time he gave you a question, he gave you an answer. It was never, like, even if the question was a yes or no question, it would be, you know, this extravagant, deep, long answer that came from, like, multiple facets. And it was great. Just great. It, it, um, you know, I didn't know much about Yoshi P going into this. I knew who he was, what he did, and that he was, he was involved with the community. But, like, seeing him in action talking about the things that he talked about in such intricate detail without any sort of reference was just impressive. Yeah. The fact that he is in such command of that knowledge, let alone involved in all of it, just blows my mind. Yeah, he's the, like, all the decisions the he knows. The impression I've gotten is that like he is a very thoughtful person, someone who enjoys a lot of like discussion and conversation and getting into a lot of the weeds on like the philosophy behind game design or the idea behind this. Like he seems like the type of person who really engage it, relishes like getting into that kind of conversation and thinking about those things. Oh yeah, like every decision he every because a couple of the questions that my because I was in a in a team of three that came in, they were doing rounds of uh, interviews. And I was in this group of three, and the other two were much more versed in the narrative, and they were asking questions like, um, why were they deciding to do, I can't exactly remember, I fully intend to go through and um, uh, write and copy through all of the questions and things, but I just have been uh, between a lot of things right now. Anyway. Life is busy. And life is depressed. been half my life right now. But, um, I mean, I transcribed, I kept stumbling on the word. That's the word I'm looking for. I've, I've been fully intending to transcribe it. I'm going to get to that pretty soon. I'm probably going to start doing that tomorrow, actually. Yeah, we look forward um, to seeing your article on that. Yeah, but, I'm looking forward um, to it as well. I just want to reach out to my, those two colleagues, because I, I, <laughs> I'm going to make sure that it's okay for me to use their questions, um, before I use theirs, but. Um, we exchanged. What how did she say it? Um, she said that we we exchanged adult trading cards. <laughs> <with business cards. laughs> nice. uh, and then she told me that I was the only person that's ever laughed at that joke. So I felt pretty good about that. Um, Why would no one else laugh? That's funny. That's what it apparently, is. Apparently, it's depressing to a lot of people. I don't know. You I, can laugh at depressing things. That's the way we cope. Hashtag. Yeah? Uh, You're not wrong. This just came up with someone else. Like, I have hung around emergency room doctors. Oh my god, the jokes. <laughs> oh I can't repeat god, any of them. Ever. No. Isolated incidents. Hashtag. 
Can you share uh, with us another one of the questions maybe that you that you asked of Yoshi so we can kind of get a little bit of a sneak peek? <laughs> no. Um the I <laughs> um I I Oh my god. The last question I'm, I don't know why, I don't know why I'm spacing it so hard right now. Maybe it's just the on the spot feel I'm getting. Sorry. But in, no, that's just my anxiety. It's not your fault. Um it's I the last question I asked was pertaining to deep dungeons. Whoa. And um, he said that, you know, they're obviously going to keep the, the current content, but they're going to spend the next month. I think they have to make a decision by August 30th or something, because he said something along the lines of that's when we start finalizing things for the next expansion. And I lost my shit. You really have to think that far ahead. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I came down from that. And he said what they're going to do is um, spend some time with the team, like, monetizing, not monetizing, but, like, um, narrowing down the work that goes into it, the kind of things they want to do with it, if the team really likes doing it. Because if the team isn't really re resonating with the actual work, it's not going to come out as, uh, you know, a cohesive product. True. So they want to make sure that both the ideas are good and the team is invested in it. And if those things come together, they're going to try to create something. But for it's, now, it's more of like a if-then. So it's still it's in development. Hear, it's interesting to hear that because I'm thinking about the whole thing where the team, like on the uh, where on their own, they uh, made it possible for the VR and Hrothgar to wear all those different types of glasses. Like these yeah. are not people who are just like putting in their time and getting a paycheck. They care about turning out a good quality product, and it sounds like they really want to have that passion in their work, and they. That uh, Yoshi P recognizes this is something that's key to that success. Hashtag. No, I, I fully agree. This is one of the most passionate uh, groups of developers and uh, video game designers that I've encountered, and it's nice to see it that they're they take the time to tell us about it, the uh, media outlets, and they they share things. They're they're very open with with a lot of their decisions. Indeed. I, I, what Philly was telling me about it a little bit uh, these last couple days, where like where they had to, they, were, they would always they would often yell at Yoshi P because he reveals stuff that weren't supposed that wasn't supposed to be revealed to the public. <laughs> yeah, remember like, oh, oh, on this. Yeah, do not show. Uh, I, I, but don't show this to the audience. Oh snap! Damn, my bad. Don't show what this. <laughs> when you're the person in charge you technically get to do that sort of thing yeah yeah you're not wrong god he has he has such a fuck he has such a fashion statement i'm just saying he yeah, knows how to go change his rings he loves it he mm. loves his bling he knows how to present himself mm. he's he's Hashtag. an amazing person anything else you want to share about your experience there um Um, please yeah, like, to it. <laughs> please be excited. Um, no, um, I would like to say to that, 26 days to go. <laughs> yeah, it needs to be, you know, um, you know, right now. I, um, okay, I went into this, uh, to this event very, um, nervous and very, like, um, apprehensive isn't the right word because I like this game. I like this game a great deal. 
Um, but there, it, it, in hindsight, I was missing something that was really anchoring me down, something to give me like a, a focus. Like I would look at things and be like, oh, okay, cool. This is a thing. Okay, cool. This is a thing. Like these are all kind of separate entities within this realm that is Final Fantasy. And um, when I went to the event, like in in the things that I learned and things I experienced, and like, just seeing Yoshi P in general, it really gave me a, a sense of um, wholeness as a product, and then as not just in a product, but as an idea, and. I, more than every, anything now, I really want to get super immersed in this game. And then hearing all the details that I heard and the way that they talked about how Shadowbringers is going to change things, I, I love the sheer inclusivity that's going to be coming with this expat. Uh, something that killed WoW for me in the no, this is just, you know, just a comparative example. And with WoW is that the original game, the vanilla game, was very specific and stringent. And that's where, and in, in, in class roles and uh, party, you know, party construction, and that's where Final Fantasy XIV has been going. So the idea of fourteen spreading its, you know, its availability and the types of different classes that can be played just speaks to me as a gamer. I, I love the level of inclusivity that's coming. And I think that's incredibly important. And it makes me more and more excited than I was before. Also in the trust system. I don't know. I just love... <laughs> I don't know why. I'm so obsessed with the trust system. Yeah, I was hoping um, that they would improve on... you know, Because we've got a basic version of that with the, uh, um, the squadron missions. And those can be really hit or miss. So I'm glad that they've taken and made a lot of improvements with the AI yeah. and how that works now. And we've seen this like with the squadrons, with some of those uh, main scenario quest type things where you'd have the people come along, where it's like, okay, they are clearly testing the waters for this, uh, mm -hmm. trying out some basic stuff, seeing how well it works, getting the feedback from that. So we, you can see that the elements of it have been there for a while. It's kind of nice to see that that's bearing fruit. Oh, yeah. Um, and then a few words I love, like, the too long didn't read aspect i love the dancer as a class and i like the gunbreaker as a class i mostly was playing them because you know i'm not familiar with them i was mostly playing them like a kid who was rolling his face on a keyboard but i kind of got the gist of it and i really enjoyed my time with both of them i love the risk reward that the dancer has with its dances like a lot like it, it's insane like when i screwed it up i'm like oh, shit. I would actually be upset, but I love the risk reward because the payoffs are great. And that's also a thing of like good design when, even if it's not being laid out how to do it, if you have an intuitive idea of like, okay, now I want to be doing something kind of like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, you mentioned that you don't play this game a ton, but you have been playing lately. Uh, how do you feel? about the sword breaker versus like warrior or paladin like do they play very similar are they actively different uh i did play the paladin for a while in realm reborn and in comparison to that and the gunbreaker the gunbreaker is definitely flashier and um more involved also the gunbreaker has a ton of buttons right now and uh, it's kind of intimidating, but it, it seems to be a thing where it has like a single target rotation and then an AOE rotation, but a lot of the procs 
come off the same actions uh, into the same combos. So it's it was kind of a learning curve on that aspect, but I still liked it. So I'm like I'm super invested in the Gunbreaker, and I think that the difference between that and say Paladin, since I have some experience with Paladin, is that um, the Paladin is pretty lackadaisical in comparison. And it's just in animations and things, the things you can do, the things that the character does. Um, it's just more fun to watch the Gunbreaker. Well, a lot of people um, liken Paladin to being my first tank kind of thing with uh, in with oh, no, yeah. Um, whereas then you get a little bit more in depth when you get to warrior and then dark Knight added some more levels and it seems like they're continuing that. It's kind of hilarious given that paladin and warrior are both, uh, jobs that you can start out from the uh, very beginning of the game. Uh, but that paladin is kind of viewed as the first one and warrior is the more advanced one, even though they're technically like both beginner jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying with that. Right. I know it's just kind of interesting that even given that, that's still the perception that people end up with. Well, I mean, if you if you look at it, you know, it's very much one, two, three. I mean, all of them have that one, two, three mentality. We just have to hit your, your this skill, then prox to this skill, prox to this skill. But then, I mean, if you if you want to just I'll, I'll run it this for... on a base level, that's kind yeah. of how it runs. But the intricacies of improving and, and doing the job better it, it it's a lot more involved when with the different jobs if you switch i want to say paladin's a little bit easier to ha- it's got a lower um a higher floor Threshold. but a lower seeing ceiling mm. lower barrier of entry but also lower ceiling to go with yeah whereas warrior you can get into it and the ones who are really good at it it takes a lot of work dark knight is the same and it seems like uh uh, Gunbreaker is going to be another one of those that has a uh, a lot of uh, areas to improve upon. Yeah, and they'll oh, be sure. tweaking a lot of that with the new stuff. Oh, as absolutely. Well. I'm sure they're gonna, they're still tweaking until they release the patch. Oh yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be tweaking after that because you know there's no better QA than the general public. Very true. Um, do you plan on um, leveling up one of the new jobs to take it through the um, MSQ or what's your main going to be? Do you think? I think my main is still going to be my summoner just because the, the changes that they're doing to summoner are just decadent. Did you get a chance to play that? Um, Not too much just because I wanted to focus on some of the the bigger new stuff because I only had a certain amount of time. Um, Plus the people I was talking to ended up getting me, into checking out like Samurai and uh, Machinist because I didn't really give them a chance before. And, you know, especially Machinist, like the changes that they're bringing is just. Mm. Oh, yeah, it looks like a whole new. Not more RNG! Fuck you. Gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah, that was one of the things that kept me from playing Machinist because it just seemed like a job that it, it, it wasn't intuitive to me. But the Instead changes. Instead of one, two, three, like every other job, it was one, one, one. Oh, a two! One, one. What? Oh, a two. Oh, yeah, three. One. <laughs> I mean, proper use of your bullets could handle that, but there was definitely some stuff where it felt like you're like being actively punished for not doing certain things right, and that could be frustrating. So now, hopefully, with the new um, actions that they give it, it will help it to be a, a bit more of a refreshing. Well, not just that, but job. they've got rid of most of the stuff that's annoying yeah. anyway. Yeah, I spent there's no a more bit bullet of... system. There's no more heated system. There's no more. Technically, there's a heated system. It works a bit yeah. differently. Yep. Um, you want it to grow. Yeah. Uh, well, the big thing is you get to choose when to activate it. 
Yeah. Like, that was one of the big things about the old one was, like, you could very easily activate it by accident, by forgetting to, like, uh, reduce your heat or do other things at a certain point. Like, that's one of the things I talk about. It's like, oh, you accidentally made this mistake, and damn it, you've overheated when you didn't mean to, and now you need to try to do something with this because you're about to lose your gauss barrel. That was frustrating. Yeah, I spent a good bit of time over the last few days just reading through all the different uh, actions and traits, so I feel like I've got a general idea of how all the jobs work now, and it's going to be interesting to see how it turns out. But yeah, it, it seemed like you guys had a really good time out there. Big time. Mm. Hmm. <sighs> no, I'm happy. That, uh, yeah, little contented sigh. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, and then the things that they, they talked with you about are uh, um, a lot of what we end up getting in the live letter a few days later. Yeah, um, I was a. I don't know what I don't know if I was necessarily confused, but it was, it seemed a bit odd that they were showing us all this new stuff and then like a majority of the new stuff they just revealed. Like, I, don't, I mean, I appreciate that you brought us up, but what were you exactly doing? <laughs> well, I guess it's so that they can have more people write about it. Yeah. The impression I got is to like give you a little bit of time to actually see what's going on, synthesize your thoughts instead of like having to write an article as fast as you can in order to beat the others to the scoop and then like mixing the messing up details. And oh, also yeah, for the influencers for them to make videos. Hashtag. Such as Mr. Happy or Larry Zer or uh, MTQ Capture or Words Again. Or Phoenix Sound Radio. Or Phoenix Sound Radio. <laughs> Who that? Technically, we haven't done a video on it, so. That's well, maybe we should get invited to a thing. But I must admit, Larry Zer, his interview with Yoshi P was my favorite so far. Just not even for his questions, just because how, yeah, how he described the meeting. It was just like so good. It was like, we sometimes look locked eyes and then I'd look away blushing. He <laughs> 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 was, like, was looking around the room and was like, is Yoshi P? That's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it was really cute how he's done his video on the interview. So, like, yeah. I could kind of see being starstruck by the guy a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I definitely would be. I mean, I haven't had the, the fortune to meet uh, Yoshida yet. Um I ran into everybody else at FanFest in 2016, but uh, Yoshida... We met him a little bit. I, talked, I met him briefly. We took selfies. I was in my pajamas. It was great. Yes, and I hate you for that. <laughs> that <laughs> was sad <laughs> as hell. The best I did was when we did that bro fist at the end of our Phoenix Down episode. Remember? Oh, you, that's right. You, got, you did get to snag uh, uh, as he was walking by. Yeah, he's just walking past. Yeah, that, that's nice. as close as I've gotten to Yoshida is him walking by yeah. the back of episode 29, which you can go yeah. check out on uh, our website or YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I've never actually you know, met I, any of them at FanFest, though. Um, I gotta tell you, like, I hope you guys get a chance to meet him. Uh, but when I, walk, when I first walked into the room yeah. to meet him, I thought it was going to be super daunting. But he was so welcoming. Like He got up and met us and shook hands and talked to us and things. You know, as well as he could on his own. And it was just so... The, the, the first couple seconds broke down any sort of, like, hierarchy or high expectations or anything. Like, we... Not had to say that. But, like, any of those, like, those stilted feelings that you would expect from somebody of, you know, like, popularity. Like, it was mm -hmm. so... 
it was like he's just here for you. It's not just like you're there to watch him talk about shit. But it was I loved it. It, it. He did such a good job of bringing himself down to earth for our sake, and it never felt like we were watching you know somebody famous talk about things. It was like we were watching somebody talk about something they were passionate about, and it was just absolutely fantastic. I have such a in, in the. 45 minutes that I sat in there with him, I, ga- I gained a profound respect for him that I don't think can be matched about anybody else in the industry. Right? And I have a lot of people that I look up to in this industry. Uh, he, I, no, I can't think of anything else that could possibly break that. Like, it was great. I've always wondered, like, they uh, back when uh, 1.0 was going on and they were having all the issues with it, that he apparently, like, managed to... Like, I've always wondered what exactly he did that convinced them that, yeah, we can turn it around and this is the guy who can do it. Yeah, right? I mean, in retrospect, it seems, like, obvious, but I mean, knowing that at the time, like, I have to wonder... Just what is it that he said or did to them that convinced them? I, what, this was the first game that he was the uh, producer and director of. I mean, he'd worked on a, a number of games before this, but I mean, this is the first game that he took the reins on. on if I remember correctly. Really I believe so. Really I'm, yeah, I'm checking uh, what other work he's done. I mean, he did a lot of work on uh, some of the Dragon Quest games. Um, I think he did some work on other Final Fantasy games and other uh, Square Enix properties. But like I said, this, if I remember correctly, and like I said, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he had done, um, this was the first one that he was the man on. Yeah. He was the director for a couple of the Dragon Quest games, uh, was produced special thanks on a couple others. Uh, division executive. Oh, hey, he was uh, in, oh, division executive for Rhapsodies of Vanadil. Interesting. Special thanks. Very special thanks. Uh, special. Th- he's gotten special thanks on a lot of others. But yeah, this was the first one for which he was actually uh the producer. But yeah, he knocked it out of the park and uh, just doing an amazing thing. So he's doing all the work. Yeah, I mean. What he's what he's done for this game is uh... oh, uh, looking at the uh, his Wikipedia article. Then company president Yoichi Wada attributed this decision to Yoshida's experience, charismatic leadership skills, and passionate will to satisfy customers. Yeah. Rin Q in chat saying so we can safely say Yoshida is the true warrior of light. Truth. Eh, Absolutely. I think I feel like he would argue with that. He seems like the type who'd want yeah. to share the credit. Oh, absolutely. Because I mean, oh yeah, no, he would. He'd give you a long answer on why he's not. <laughs> yeah. You're that not definitely one. sounds like Yoshi. That's one of the reasons we love him. But yeah, hoping, Modesty is the best policy. Hoping 2020 will uh, break the streak and I'll be able to actually meet the man, shake his hand, and tell him thank you for everything he's done for this uh, game and community. So, Have you considered just showing up at his house? Do uh, it. I don't have. What could go wrong? Uh, I'd be arrested. You don't know Besides that. that. <laughs> I think. I think I will. I mean, they might drop you at the scene. <sighs> anyway, we lost the chili. Where did you run off to, bro? He went to go get Tim. Trying to get Tim, but you know, an older Tim, you have missed. Here I come. We're, we're trying to get Tim to 
join us in uh, in the game now. He was uh, joining us remotely for a, a good chunk of this. So we're trying to get his uh, his. Okay, one second. To... Uh, Tim, click on this crystal. I found, I found a short Aladdin. We've got a stream okay. crasher. That's all right. It's all good. And click visit another world and click Hyperion. Choker bro on uh, in the chat saying it's nice to hear positive things about the upcoming expansion as people in the main free company have been negative. You know, honestly, yeah. I've been hearing a lot of the same things. If you go to sites like Reddit or even the uh, the official forums. Don't, don't stay in Reddit for more than five minutes, though. You might get a heart attack from all that salt. You're not wrong. Um, <laughs> without... <laughs> God damn it. I log in to get the fashion report and then get out. That is the only thing I use Reddit for. At well, this we have a role to put that in our uh, um, random room, so you can just do that now. Okay, Tim. Sweet. Thank you, Rory. Now go to your friends list, click on Klaus, and estate teleport. Um, oh. But, yes, I agree. Thank I've been you. hearing a lot of people, even in the Facebook group, saying that uh, they, they are really you know, nervous because of the sheer number of actions that are being removed from uh, the new expansion, but what I'm... they're what they're not taking into account is the fact that they're being it's being done for a reason. We're getting yeah. a number of new actions. By the way, it's the free I, company, Tim. I, it's it's large scale changes. Even if you know all the reasoning behind it, there can still be a little of I don't know how this will actually shake out. I can understand being concerned about that. For those who are sure. who would like to see some more information regarding it, I'm going to post um, the Gamer Escape, um, basically their cover article that that's, um, has links to all the other different articles. Um, one thing, if you want, click on whatever your main job is. They went through and are showing all the actions that they're, they were currently shown at the event. Um, so you can get an idea of what will remain, how it's changing, and give you some ideas to what to look forward to. And then you can make your own decision at that point. I know some people are talking about how like they're already working on trying to figure out rotations and things like that, which feels a little bit ridiculous. I am working on my rotation. But like some of those numbers are subject to change. Yeah, but just because the numbers are doesn't mean everything else is. Yeah. But and I'm not uh, saying I'm, uh, I'm working on my best bonuses. I'm just trying to work out with what I've got right now, yeah. where I'll uh, be putting the new abilities. They did talk a little bit about uh, some of the changes, both like the uh, yeah. like the gamer escape ones, for instance, uh, mentioned a little bit of what the, each one felt like when it, they played it. Yeah. Uh, others discussed the type of thing as well, and some stuff came up in interviews. So we've got an idea of the general type of thing they were going for. Uh, it sounds like they're trying to get to some stuff where it's less locked into a specific rotation. Uh, one thing that actually got mentioned uh, for a lot of skills where, like, gap closers that now have charges and the like. Uh, uh, they would uh, talk about how people would be like, I don't actually need to use my gap closer right now, but I need to hit it in this rotation in order to maximize the damage and things like that. And it's stuff like that that they were trying to move away from. Uh, or... A removal of TP, a lot of stuff being like, why not just let people go ahead and spam their AoEs? And they actually added a lot of stuff to support AoE rotations on a lot more jobs. Uh, Tim, I like you're the right place. It's downstairs. I like that. Oh, I think that yeah. is an amazing addition to the game. Uh, the fact that I don't have to uh, run out of uh, um, the ability to kill things on a massive scale will be just amazing. Hey, Monk finally gets an AoE rotation. Yeah, everybody it's gets taken, an AoE finally. rotation. Yeah, Ninja has one too. Well, they are, they kind yeah, of you, had one, but... Uh, I had they, one already. 
Their one was to spam that one skill. Now they actually have a thing that'll let them keep up their haste buff while they're doing it. Well, the problem with Monk was the fact that Monk had um, an AoE that rotated into a single target that rotated into an AoE. So Correct. It was like, AoE, punch one enemy, AoE. Though, I mean, even the Bard one had where you, you, you would spam some uh, AoEs, then you'd have to actually put up your single target dots and then spread those around a little bit, go to the next one, but then you would pop the AoEs in there when you could, when they, yeah. like when they would proc. So, I mean, there, it, there was never a true 100% AoE yeah. one, but... Yeah. Uh, and they also talked a little bit about uh, trying to reduce the need for synergy between jobs, having something where, like, you have to have this job because it... In, uh, they, uh, such as the removing of, like, blunt or slashing resistance down or things like that. So it's like, you don't have to have this job just in order to give the debuff buff and boost these other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Though some abilities got new traits because of that, like Dragon Kick, which used to decrease blood, uh, increase blood damage, would now give late leaden Fist instead. Which now, if you after you do Dragon Kick, your next boot shine will do 290 potency instead of 190. Which means that you want everyone to be doing Dragon Kick instead of foisting it all off on one person. Yeah. Yep. And Nick Nair's talking about his Dragoon. Ro- your rotation is going to become simplified, which would be nice. You don't have a 56 yeah. uh, move rotation that you have to keep up. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, hey, Sarah. Gonna... Hey, Sarah. You want to have a uh, last hurrah for the Butcher's Block combo the day before the patch? Might as well. You guys want to come join us over on uh, the other couch? Then we can uh, see everybody. Tim, on the, on the couch. Hey, you can sit next to Sarah if you would like. That is a very lovely dress. Thanks. I got it crafted. I got it crafted for him. And then, Chili, if you want to go stand by... Uh, um... Fine, I'll stand with the lot of us. Oh, you have yeah, to stand on the, you're you have a potato now. couch. You're on, yeah, you're you screen. have to be like to there my perfect. <laughs> so oh, my, we, my oh my god, we just had those cushions cleaned and reupholstered. <laughs> and now there's <laughs> potatoes all over it. <laughs> Which dance is that? Which dance are you the, first I'm doing the harvest. Harvest dance. Yeah, that's Thank what you. it is. But, um, nice. yeah. So, I mean, they're talking about all the things that are coming up. Um, so, why don't we give a real basic overview of the things that were given to us at the live letter. I know a lot of other shows have covered it. There's a lot of articles out there. So, we're not going to bore you with all of the details. We'll just talk about some of the greatest hits, so to speak. Yeah. Kind of went through and tried to summarize, get the main takeaways about broad trends rather than drilling down into the details. Now, if, uh, certainly if you want to come on the Discord server, discuss them with us, drill down into these details, we're happy to. Oh, but for absolutely. now, we're just going to go for an overview. Yeah, if you guys want to kick in on anything that you want to add to this, by all means, come on to our uh, Discord channel and jump into the uh, PDR call-in channel. Um, more than welcome to have you add your opinion, um, or your concern, or anything you want to talk about. I'm putting the Discord link in the chat, so go ahead and join us. Um, but let's start with, um, like I said, we got a bunch of new actions that are coming. Um, a lot of actions are being removed. You know, press F to pay respects. Like, protect okay. is leaving. 
Protect was boring and stupid. You always wanted to have a cast anyway, so the only time it made any kind of difference was if someone died and they needed a Protect reapplied. So it mostly meant that after you died, until someone could reapply it, you were more likely to die again. What is the point of a mechanic where dying makes you more likely to die again? That's not fun. It was oh, called the previous weakness. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's not anything fun about that. And... The, like, okay, you cast Protect, you always yeah. have it. Just even readjust then, the numbers and it drops out. Even then, it didn't give that much extra defense. And I mean, you can just adjust the numbers as needed to uh, get the same effect. And that's basically uh, what they're also, doing. Also, we miss Stone Skin? Dude, does anybody miss Stone Skin? Uh, I do. No, because, the, because Stone Skin became a job and it's Scholar. And also <laughs> Paladin. And yeah, now Warrior. <laughs> no, Stone Skin Deal became every words. job now. Every job has stone skin now. But I Warrior mean, like, has even... stone skin. Gunbreaker has stone skin. Paladin's even... had stone skin for a while. Even before that, like, Scholar is pretty much, hey, you are getting these yeah. shields. Scholar was pretty much stone skin the job. Yeah. You know I'm right. Stone yeah. skin the flamethrower. I will say this. Losing <laughs> Protect is one of those things that's kind of like, oh, this is an old school Final Fantasy thing. We've yeah. had for a while now that we're losing. Uh, I'm sad that we're losing it for that. I'm not sad that we're losing it for functionality. Uh, I mean, I went back and looked through a lot of them, and I can't think of that many old Final Fantasy games where I actually cared that much about Protect. The only one where I could make a de decent case for was 13. So I was like, Eh, you just use Big Guard. But, like, did anyone ever cast Protect if they weren't using Big Guard? Me? I used to I use mean, Anyway, moving on. It would protect Like, I have multiple rants about this. I think about game mechanics. I have so many feelings. I, I, so I, I agree, Talis. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still laughing about Stone Skin the job. <laughs> then let's reflect. Let's reflect. I miss Reflect. I want Reflect. We've never had Reflect, I think. I want it. That would just be too broken. So anyways, some ac some actions have been removed. Um, the action interruptions, I like the changes they're making for that, making it more viewable, as well as the change to how it works in general. Yeah, they have just one type of interruption rather than having the separation between stun and silence, it looked like. And they're more clearly signaling which actions are interruptible. And it is yeah. based off of only a couple of different job types are going to be taking care of it. Tanks and ranged physical DPS. Yeah, but my rage utility says every monk it never. <laughs> you guys are supposed look, to be worrying about um, punching things, not worrying about making him stop. Look, did anyone things. ever actually make use of that thing that gives me? I do. Okay. It, so in what's good in um, Syria, I'm the one who silences the heads normally. Fair enough. And then I remember back in around reward days, I was being forced to si uh, to silence ads. You know, AD ADS. Right. I'm just thinking of that one where it's like or the second era. part of the combo where you could have the stun that couldn't be resisted. Oh, you're thinking or of one inch punch. Hundred. Nobody wants that. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking. Of. Dude, one ilm punch. Do what? you do we use that or is that just an extra thing? What did you I... say? One punch. One punch. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I use it to troll enemies in Eureka. Like when we used when like when we uh, would you know, before people were high enough to fight the dragons, but sometimes people try and fight them. I hit perfect balance and just spam one inch punch so it couldn't actually do anything. 
Oh man, it's like the old strategy for killing those treants over by King Mogglemog in 1.0. Yeah, I just by that is I just keep it in stun lock with one hit punch because it can't resist. Joker it. bro, like, I think people might have a problem with that. <laughs> Replacing a one in one in punch with donkey punch. I want I want kidney punch. Kidney punch. Kidney uh, punch. Um I would say this is a family friendly game, but no one believes that. Absolutely not. <laughs> so anyways. Y'all been to the Crystal Data Center? Nothing family-friendly over there. So, roll actions are not going to be customizable. Instead, each roll just gets certain actions at a specific level. I think that's going to simplify and streamline a lot of the process of worrying about, like, which ones are the ones they bother to use. Just each one, each roll, uh, type of roll gets actions that are a bit more defined what sorts of things they do. Yeah. Um, TP is gone. MP is capped at 10,000. Um, spells. Piety now gives you MP regen. Yep, you get a fixed cost. Um, yeah, uh, but, but piety still only works on healers. So, and now it gives them MP regen. Yep. Yeah, basically it gives you refresh. Klaus, refresh me. No. I mean, you already have refresh. It just gives you more refresh. Yeah. Um, and then the, um, the the fact that all the main stat materia are going to be basically worthless now. So press well, up respects. So buy them now. Buy all of them yeah. now. But yeah, the goal I, they were talking about was to try to adjust the difficulty of gearing up for the various classes. So you have a bit more of a consistent experience rather than favoring some over others. So buy them all now. Why? Uh, well, remember that the goblin uh, will transmute materia uh, because he won't be able to transmute the uh, materia into main stat materia. Buy all the mm -hmm. materia now and then transmute it when the expansion comes out. Oh, so use the uh, main stat material to transmute? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Not a bad idea. Maybe you'll get all the crafting material. Like, Mutamix uh, uh, rolling of material is the main way I've gotten my crafting and gathering material. There you go. So in that way, you can stock on it while it's so cheap. Oh, I've been huh. getting most of, mine, get rid of it. most of mine have come from uh, uh, red and yellow scripts. Well, they, that way you can make a decent amount of money at the start because you can get a load of the new material if there is any, and sell it all. Well, we'll consider. Uh, I mean, don't do what Chili says. Don't buy it. Do not clear out the stocks. No, Ch Chili <laughs> just wants to sell all his material. We know that. Well, no, I'm not selling mine. I'm doing what I'm saying. Chili, uh, I could have the market cornered. Shut up. <laughs> you didn't know about it until now. Y yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with a bit of blatant hypocrisy. <laughs> um, the changes to pets are going to be kind of refreshing. Um, yeah. Eos and uh, Celine are basically going to be one and the same. So Why is that the bit that everyone focuses on? Well, like, Scarlet's... pets are no longer affected by enemy attacks or PC actions at all. Well, Scarlet, no. do you want glamours? Well, there you go. You've now got your fairy e eggy glamours. Yep. Absolutely. Have a green or yellow. Or blue or whatever it is. Well, we all know Eos is, is, is the true healer. Uh, oh, yeah, but Celine's better for raiding. Rather than having all the different types of pet actions, instead, players are going to have actions that will change their effect based on the summoned pet. So, for instance, summoners will have Eggy okay. Assault 1 and Eggy Assault 2, which will be, uh, for instance, when Ifrit is out, it's a powerful single target attack. Uh, when Garud is out, it's a uh, AoE attack. Stuff like that. And when Titan's out, it's a disappointment attack. It always was a disappointment. Because Titan uh, has an AoE, but his potency is lower than Garuda. And 
He's a defensive one, though. Yeah. They mentioned a batch of other changes. Uh, there's an increase to the damage limit, mostly so enemies can now smack us for 10 million damage instead of 1 million damage Ooh. when they enrage. Uh, some adjustments to the LB fill rate, various damage potency changes. Uh, there, one that I know a lot of my scholar friends are looking forward to, uh, the party <laughs> with the bars for your HP will now have a visual indicator of how much shield you have. So the scholar well, hello, everyone. We're Halo, everyone. I'm actually looking forward to that. You know, seeing the difference there between yeah. what's you have for MP or uh, HP versus what's available for the shielding. Yeah, yeah. being the able to know. Yeah, being able to know that hey, your shield is nearly out, or oh hey, it's got plenty on it. I think that's going to end up allowing a lot of those shield uh, casting classes, scholar, and to a lesser extent, astrologian, to have a good idea of where they should be using their skills. Yep. And then they made a bunch of talk about some of the changes coming up for the job actions and traits. Um, yeah, uh, I'll go over these uh, really quickly just since I went through and did the summaries on it. Okay. Uh, in general, there is a rebalancing of roles. They're wanting to adjust that whole concept of synergy between jobs and this concept of the player meta. Uh, they did get rid of those damage type resistance down debuffs. Also, the various execution abilities, uh, the ones that would be used when the enemy was under 20%, stuff like that, uh, and the various easier-to-handle AoE rotations. As part of that, they did get rid of a number of uh, actions that weren't used as much or that were adding these various complicating factors. Uh, for tanks, uh, they rather than the previous one where you had uh, jobs that were better suited to act as a main tank or as an off-tank, all four roles are intended to be able to act in either position, main tank or off tank. They no longer have offensive stances, and their defensive stance, their tanking stance, is just a pure enmity increase. So whoever's doing the main tank would take that enmity increase and has an easier time holding hate. Uh, each job does have abilities that can be used as an off tank to support the main tank. The healers are focusing a bit more on the healing side of the role. Uh, their DPS abilities aren't removed entirely, but it has been less emphasized in their uh, role. I'm still uh, a green DPS, damn it. Woo! Uh, there have been adjustments made to cover some of the gaps in each job's repertoire. Uh, for instance, white mages, their lilies are now being used to power various instant heals. Uh, the scholar revisions to pet actions, including the ability to get that temporary power-up with Seraph, as well as the ability to stack a number of their shields now. Uh, and a lot of the card effect and stance adjustments for astrologians, uh, including an ability to temporarily use both of their stances as once, as well as rather than having a couple cards that you really care about and then several that you're like, eh, or okay, this is good for that one, stuff that's a little bit more universally usable. And something actually dealing with the uh, progression of cards and the mixture of stuff like that that looks a bit interesting. Uh, DPS, they said they wanted to try to focus a little bit more on some of the traditional Final Fantasy designs in terms of the field they were going for. Uh, Monk, Dragoon, Ninja, Samurai, Black Mage, and Red Mage are getting some adjustments improvements, but overall those have the same general underlying structure. They actually talked about Red Mage as one where, like, it was fairly complete where it was, so it only needed minor adjustments. One of the big ones being, uh having an option in place of displacement, so you still have some way to finish off your combo rather than leading, leaping backwards to your doom. <laughs> uh, that's the bar, best part, isn't it? It's important yeah. to finish. 
Uh, Bard is going to be removing its dependence on crits. Uh, the damage over time abilities now just have a chance on their own to trigger those uh, song effects. And they will also build up the soul voice gauge, which can be completely consumed to launch a p attack that gets stronger the more gauge you have. Now, I'm not sure that, you know, crit isn't going to die in the new meta. Um, but like I said, Bard and Machinist, you know, did rely on crit procs in order to progress within our rotations, so to speak. Yeah. But the fact that crit really improves the uh, the ceiling we have on our damage, I mean, it's it, it was important to all the other jobs as well. So I don't see our reliance on it really going away that far. Hopefully, yeah. it just makes the the job a little bit more easy. I don't think you'll be focused better. at all on crit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that was the thing. All jobs liked crit because it did turn yeah. out to be a powerful stat, but for Bard, it was crit to the exclusion of everything else yeah. because it had such an outsized effect on how well you could perform. What, you mean my no, 2770 crit. crit is too high? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having 775 crit on my bow? You mean I'm not supposed to have that? There are other stats out there, and maybe a complimentary yeah. one could help your damage. Like crit. Don't hit right. Because there is win there is limits on how much crit you can put on before it starts having an effect. Yeah, See, but not, for I but for that... Bard, and any increase to that increase to that yeah. probability of getting the crit had such an outsized effect on all of their other yeah. performance. I actually more so than for other jobs. Crit was one of the more actual uh, um, linear. Um... Yeah, but there's still um, windows. We're getting a bit into the weeds here. Okay, the point is that enough. like crit is still important, but it's going to be important around the same amount as it would be for other jobs. Bard was yeah. very dependent on it, and that's less. We're going to be looking at crit and direct hit right next time, probably. Which is what it is right now, but I mean, it yeah. won't be like, more of an actual balance between crit the two. Two times as uh, much important as the others. Yeah. One thing yeah. I'll mention is that with the one of the reasons that a lot of jobs didn't do skill speed as much was a concern of running out of TP if you're setting off your skills yeah. too fast. And that's less oh, of Yoshi P now. did mention that for monks, maybe don't build skill speed. Uh, he said that um, if you're a monk player, um, one of, this is again from the Larry Zur interview, the fact that uh, monk was actually his favorite job to work on for the expansion. Uh, because it helped him come out of his shell for when it comes to working on jobs. Normally, nice. when they make a job, they try to think a couple of expansions ahead. Like, yeah, when they make it, they're thinking of the next, not this expansion, but the next one. Um, but with Monk, they realized they want players to enjoy the job now, so they decided to break their limits, as they said, and put Grease Lightning 4 in the game, even though they thought they weren't, they still weren't sure about balance. But because of how fast you're going to be going because of it, and because of the skill speed that will be added because of gear, they said for most players it's probably not a good idea to put skill speed because you're going to be pressing buttons way too fast. Mm. You don't want to yeah. burn out your keyboard? Yeah. Uh so going onwards, Machinist is practically a whole new job. It now has those two gauges. Heat gauge builds up with your gun attacks, and you can trigger the overheat mode to unlock several powerful attacks. Battery gauge builds up with the use of various tools, a lot like Edgar from Final Fantasy VI. Ooh, and you can, yep, and you can use that uh, to deploy a Rook auto turret, turret or later an Automaton Queen. Uh, the, there's, no, uh, rook, there's no Rook auto turret anymore. Uh, there, yeah, there is. It's just at the maximum level it upgrades to Automaton Queen. 
No, it's a little robot still. It is a robot. Uh, it's called Rokado Torrent in the tooltips, at least. Yeah, but it's a, it's actually a little version of the Queen. Okay. But yeah, you charge up that battery gauge and use that to deploy your fighting robot, which fights alongside you for an amount of time based on how much battery you built up. So now yeah. are all the machinists going to start hitting on all the pretty women? Hey, hey, some of them could hit on the pretty men. Yeah. Aorzia is very equal opportunity that's, that way. That's true. As we know uh, from Yoshi P who said they're planning to add the wedding dress for men soon. Oh yeah, he had some very nice yes. statements relating to that. So I can be a wedding. I can have my wedding dress when I so, come back. And he had some uh, really nice stuff about like a lot of the issues of like LGBT uh, players in general. Yeah. That, that was really interesting. So Summoner now acquires its ether flow by draining it from enemies, and the pace of the job is a lot faster in general. Uh, Demi Bahamut can be su summoned after each Dreadworm tra trance, and after the Demi Bahamut summon, you can enter the Firebird trance to summon Demi Phoenix. Uh, summoning pets is now both free and instant, and the intent is that you're going to switch freely between pets as needed. So if you've got your E-Freed out, and all of a sudden you're running into a batch of, uh, a, like, large batches of enemies, to immediately be switching to Garuda and laying down those AoE spells. So you're basically uh, going to be doing a, a, um, a Garuda for the trash mobs, you're going to switch over to Titan to buff the party, and then go right into Ifrit. Uh, time doesn't buff the pie. Well, oh, he does some defensive things, does he not? Uh, uh, he has a shield for the summoner, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, then you'll su uh, you'll, you'll buff yourself and then get uh, um, Ifrit out. Yeah, it might be reasonable to pull out Titan in order to throw an extra stone skin on yourself kind of thing. It. I don't know what the duration is, though, so it might not be worth it. To well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, I could see doing it like... When the boss flies away and prepares its ultimate attack, yeah. this might be a good time to call on Titan. Yeah, that'd be good, but not before a pull if the duration's yeah. not Bow down on yeah. Overdweller. Uh, but yes, of course, Titan, since pets are no longer targetable, Titan cannot be your tank anymore. No more chicken nugget tanks. Yep. Uh, and Dancer, the uh, new DPS, they select a dance partner and they'll be giving themselves and their partner various buffs as they attack. Uh, they can perform a standard step or technical step to play a little DDR-ish minigame. Uh, they'll then deal damage and grant bonuses to themselves and either their partner or the entire party based on how many successful steps they made. Now, Tim, uh, when you played that, how well did those steps flow? You know, I, in hindsight, I really wish I had moved my buttons around there because I had, you know, playing on keyboard at the time and I had one button like the fi the finale was set to like control seven and then i had two of them on or three of them on like two three and four and then i had one on nine and that's just how it defaults and i really wish i had um reorganized it so that's my fault it's not the game but i got into a rhythm with it that and i really just i like i mentioned earlier i love the risk reward of it um i would probably have had even a better time if I hadn't made the game just harder for myself the way I did. But, yeah, dude. I, I, I love it. I love the risk-reward. And um, putting all of that in the element of combat makes things more interesting as well. It's not so much like, okay, well, hit this one, and then hit this one, and then hit this one. Um, I would say the downside to it is that um, you have the, the long chain is five buttons. And since it's random, you end up spending more time looking at the keyboard or at the you know the bottom of the screen and the game like, there's no way to memorize that because it's random 
And yeah. I would say that that's kind of a downside. Um, I wish there were more of like a in, like if there were more of a prop like in the middle of the screen, I'd be happy with it because you can just memorize where those buttons are on the keyboard. I it's on the um, fan display, right? Yeah. So that um, UI element yeah. typically can be moved if you want to. Yeah. You can move that around. I just make everything harder for myself. Perfect. Uh, what what about you? This may have the downside that you have a fan blocking uh, whatever else is going on in front of you. So yeah, you can move all those with the HUD elements with the HUD um, layout. But it definitely sounds like something where you're going to want to like take a little bit of time because you do have this little fast-paced mini game uh, that does have yeah. that risk reward element. Fujiwawa in yeah. chat's asking, "Can you weave dances with attacks, or do you have to do them all in order?" Like, do you have to do the entire uh, dance right away, or can you do a, a step, uh, attack, step, attack? So I was looking at the descriptions for it. When you start your uh, standard step or technical step, your attacks turn into the dance moves. Yeah. Yep. So you can't do, like, you can do certain things like cooldowns or whatever, but all, like, most, of your, like, most of your attacks just turn into those, or they blank out or something. Yeah. I didn't well, really that's also why that's why also dancer has such high potency moves. Like one yeah. of them is um, you have to do four. I think it's four steps or is it five steps? Uh, but there's one that's three done, and there's one that's five. Uh, five steps, but once you've done that, it has one thousand five hundred potency. To the yep, target and half to the Yeah, which uh, is crazy. It also gives a for sixty-three thousand. It also yeah. gives a like five percent damage buff to the party on that one, I think. I think yep. so. If you do it perfectly. God, uh, you have DDR. Um, um, I can't. You're doing it. You plus you have flourish, which buffs the party as well. Yeah. And then you have yeah. another ability that gives a ten percent damage reduction to everybody too. Uh, shield That's a great support class. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Their attacks, uh, in general, like a lot of their attacks, have a chance to become a flourishing version, and the flourishing version in uh, turn has a chance to give you a feather. Feathers can be used uh, on uh, some of your most powerful attacks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One thing that I thought was kind of neat was uh, one of the things that happens with the dance partner is a lot of the moves that the dancer triggers gets triggered by the dance partner as well. So, for instance, when you use curing waltz, uh, a AOE heal goes off around the dancer, but one also goes off around the dance partner. So they could be standing near each other to give a very strong cure, yeah. or they could be separated a good bit, and then you're spreading curing over more of the battle. Yeah, like the dancer mm -hmm. is curing the ranged, and the partner is curing the melee. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like there's going to be a lot of potential for different types of things, depending on who you make the dance partner. Plus uh, give me that crit direct hit rate buff, dancer. Yeah, the partner themselves also gets a good number of buffs, so I think there's going to be a lot of people very eager to dance with the uh, dance. Yeah, with I, 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 yep. I'm going to have to find this image somewhere again, but it's, um, you know, how it's standard in Japan to give chocolates on, um, you know, to the yep. to you to the person as a bribery thing. Um, there's a picture of one, you know, the dancer just dressed up pretty, and then everyone's all the jobs are just stood there holding chocolate out. <laughs> 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 Uh, and with the white mage in the background just like looking angry oh rip <laughs> all right i think i showed you it didn't i tim no i think i showed you that in the in our chat yeah find that one again i would be amused to see it kitty 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 
All right. So I think we're going to go ahead and let's go ahead and pin it for now. I think we covered most of what we needed to at that point. Thank you. Because it's going to be another week or two before uh, some amount. I want to say a couple weeks before we get to hear about uh, gatherers and crafters. They have promised us that they haven't forgotten about them. They're just focusing on the battle stuff. Yep, That'll be June 14th. So just before the next episode. Um, So let's go ahead and read. We got a bunch of uh, Twitter comments. Um, from some guy named uh, at Talis Marvellus. <laughs> He's jerk. right here. Why are I we know. reading his comment? Well, because he tweeted, "Have you listened to Phoenix Down Radio lately? Tonight, join nah. me in trolling the chat and talking about the media tour. See you at six thirty p.m. PST." All right, let's hear it. How good did he do in trolling the chat? Terrible. We have standards here. He was terrible. <laughs> oh God, that asshole says Choker Bro. Right. Exactly. My thoughts exactly. But no, we're glad that instead of just trolling the, the, the chat, you were trolling the uh, the the show. Well, I trolled you... the show and I trolled the bot in chat. That was great. <laughs> no, I'm glad that you could join us, Talos. Thank you so much for tweeting that out. You got a lot of uh, um, people retweeting and liking that. So Yeah, that was awesome. Let's appreciate that. Um, from uh, Krev LM. Um, this one was a nice one because uh said thanks for an amazing stream friends we sent the love over to phoenix star radio playing some more final fantasy 14 um they raided us on fr- on monday night which was really nice we got a bunch of people stopping in and saying hi while we were playing some final fantasy 14 on monday so krev thank you so much for the raid and uh sending people over had a great time with it. I know what that means, but it just sounds like something else, something untoward. Well, a, a raid is supposed to be a little bit um what's it's supposed to be a, a slight bit disruptive to the streamer, but it's it's a, it's generally a positive thing because what mm. they're doing is you're sending people over there to, you know, say say hi, we're from this channel. We're here to see you what you got going on, and it gives you an opportunity to interact with a new audience. That's fair. So it's, it's, it's a fun thing. If you can get a raid, we try to raid every once in a while. If we see somebody else uh, in the community on that, we think that our group would uh, enjoy watching. In fact, I'm going to have to see if there's anybody we can uh, raid after the show. Um, from Talon Broadbent, uh, shout out to Phoenix on radio and Phoenix on Klaus and crew for the merch. Thank you guys. Uh, in response to receiving his bumper sticker. Glad you liked that. And uh, like I said, we have been sending them out as you guys have been sending your addresses to me. So if you have not yet sent your address um, for your sub, let me know what that is and we'll get that sent out to you. Uh, from our friends at She Heals I Tank. Um, I, I just want to say, like, I'm looking at my screen at a distance and it looks like She Heal I Stank. And that's kind of funny. <laughs> I love you guys, but that's kind of funny. It is funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> saying uh, at Phoenix on Klaus, is it weird that I saw this stuffed Red Mage Chocobo and pictured you, not you owning it, but you sort of being it? That was a great picture. Yes. And then, of course, they, they said, no, absolutely not. That's totally me. Red Mage for life. And then they said, except for the beard. And then I put a beard on it. If you liked it, then you should have put a beard on it. If I you like it, then you should have put a beard on it. Be my beard. Uh-oh. Yeah, being uh. someone's beard means like that means something else. <laughs> oh, okay. 
Um, and from our friend uh, Ragna Saski, uh, my Red Mage stone finally showed up. Thank you at Loot Cave for the great product and Klaus for letting me know about it. Hashtag Red Mage, hashtag Final Fantasy XIV. Um, and I'm glad that you uh, were able to get it and it, you like it. And as most of us here can attest, they do make awesome products over at Loot Cave. So go check them out at lootcaveco.com. Because, Sarah, you got some stuff, right? Yep, I got that white mage stuff. Or uh, red warrior, warrior stone. Why did I say white mage? What the hell, Brain? Yeah. No, I've got that warrior stone that reminds me whenever I'm facing troubles, I can solve it through sheer force of anger. And axes. Exactly. And I got a bunch of the red mage stuff. Um, Talos, do you have anything from them? I actually don't. I don't think so, anyway. I have a lot of merch. I don't know where it all came from. <laughs> but no, recommend it if you if you like, you know, the job stones or just a whole bunch of video game stuff in general. Loot Cave is a really cool place. Totally not a plug, but uh, kind of a plug. I guess I, I am a, a Loot Cave ambassador, so go check out Loot Cave. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess, you know what? That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, if you liked what you heard, please make sure to like, subscribe, or follow us out on Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, we're out on now, uh, Google Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcatcher is. Um, and if possible, leave us a rating or review. Okay. Uh, helps oh my gosh, people... Klaus. What? That, that Red Mage Chocobo with the beard is actually freaking adorable. <laughs> you found the tweet? Yes, that is actually surprisingly cute. <sighs> Anyways. Anyway, if you really dig the show, you can consider subscribing here at twitch.tv slash phoenixstarradio. I will be sending out bumper stickers as they are available if you send your address to us. Uh, like I said, if we can hit 50 subscriber points, it will unlock all of the emotes and we can give you some really awesome things to spam the chat with. Um, or you can... Uh, Become a patron out at patreon.com slash phoenixstarradio like our friend Arori Fenrir. Um, all the proceeds we get go towards growing the show, cover the fun stuff like hosting costs, and allow us to do fun things like some giveaways, which we're going to be doing some of that stuff as well coming up here soon. Um, but any kind of support, whether it's likes, tweets, retweets, subs, donations, or whatever, it's always greatly Oops. appreciated because we just love interacting with you guys. You are the reason we keep doing this. If you want to uh, check out our show as well as um, our back catalog, if you're new to us, go check out our newly renovated website, phoenixstarradio.com. Um, like I said, we recently had some issues with that, and I decided to redo the theme. Hope you guys enjoy it. I think it looks really nice now. Um, if you have questions... It does or- look a lot better, dude. <laughs> it looks so much better. Yeah, it, it took a lot. It took me like four hours or so just tweaking with it it's still not perfect but we'll get there it's a work in progress but hope you guys enjoy it um if you have questions or uh, just want to say hi um you can email us podcast at phoenixradio.com our twitter is at phxdnradio um and if you want to check out all the backlog of our videos we have not only all our podcasts but a few random videos as well you can check that out at youtube.com slash phoenixdownradio all right, now is the time for all of these shout-outs. Who wants to start first? Maybe Chili, you should start with uh, some sort well, of Well, you know, it's my last shout here, yeah, so... Um, yeah, you haven't even I mentioned sh- what you were going to talk about, were you? Well, we've been busy. We have been busy with a lot of stuff. Why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us uh, all that This up. is... I'm taking a break from Phoenix Down Radio, so this will be my last show for a while. So... 
Yeah, there we go. Shout outs now. Uh, shout out to twitch.tv slash shehills I tank. Go check them out. Shout out to twitch.tv slash mailstream radio. Shout out to twitch.tv slash Morgan Go Around Radio. Those those people over there. Also shout out to Phoenix Down Radio, I guess, because you know, I might as well now. Twitch.tv slash Phoenix Down Radio. <laughs> there we go. Where can they find you, Chili? Where can they stalk you and tell you to come back to Phoenix Down Radio? They can find me at MGR underscore Chili. Chili, I just have to say this right away. Thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you for uh, being a fan first. No problem. Well, actually, you're a friend first. Uh, well, I was a fan first, but yeah. You know but I, mean? yeah, yeah I know what you mean. In, in the order of how we found you, being a fan yeah. first, then a friend, and then and then yeah. a, a indispensable co-host. You are going to be yeah. missed immensely. Um, you're welcome anytime if you decide you want to show up and uh, hang out for a while, if you want to be a guest and, and hopefully, you. you know, your break isn't as long as you hope it needs to be. And you come back to yeah. us soon. <laughs> We're gonna we miss love you, you so much. Come back for episode 100. At yeah. Least. You at least have to do that. <laughs> yeah. That's not, not that much of a break. That's in like, <laughs> that's in two months. Well, uh, yeah, but you don't actually have to prepare anything for it. You can just show sure. up and that's say true. whatever. Uh, sure. I mean, we're not going to pull you from the, the notes, so you're going to have access if you need them anyway. So, Okay. But again, thank you so much for everything, and uh, good luck with um, you know focusing on Google Round, focusing on uh, PlayStation Unchanged, the problematic uh, sticker, um, yeah. whatever other dozen projects you're, you're working on right now. A lot of stuff. Yeah, so make sure to take time for yourself. Yay. By the way, the sun has risen. Oh dear. <laughs> oh God, for anybody that hasn't figured it out, Chili lives in a different part of the universe, apparently. Yeah, different part of the universe, I, indeed. I mean, everyone lives in a different part of the universe when you think about it. Now look at your hands. They're so I have tiny hands. Oh, they can touch everything but themselves. Oh, shit. <laughs> Whoa. That's a good they reference. Touch themselves. Touch yeah. Me. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> one of my favorite uh, Futurama references that no one else seems to know. Dude, Futurama is my favorite show. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Speaking of Sarah, how about uh, why don't you go ahead and go? All right. Uh, shout out to my fellow lore mongers. There's a whole bunch of you. Uh, most prominent the last few days, I've been chatting with Anonymous, Rockle, Siahan, Casca, Chamo, and Minnie. You're all great. Uh, especially because we barely talk about lore and mostly just shit post about our lives. It's awesome. Uh, shout out to my partners in crime and duty roulettes, Tristan and Spender. Uh, thank you for putting up with my really, really wonky healing the other day. In my defense, I was incredibly distracted by more amusing things, which isn't much of a defense. I don't know why I even said that. Because, uh, because shout reasons. out to all the lovable bastards on the Crucible Discord server. You're all good people. I love chatting with you. I want to remind every last one of you to hydrate. Actually, really, everyone here, hydrate. Like, right now. Also, put your phone down for a bit before you go to bed. Work on your sleep hygiene. You deserve to get good rest and feel good about yourself. And also, shout out to Simon Nasrat, the author of Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. Uh, thank you for helping make major improvements to the lunchboxes I've been packing the last few days. But does it count that I drank nearly half a liter? never going to hear it, but I wanted to shout her out anyways. Does it count that I drank nearly half a liter of water during this podcast? That's good. Yes, that's awesome. Okay, good. In fact, I'm about to finish. But, so. 
And then where yep. can they find you, Sarah? Uh, so uh, you can find me on Twitter at F-F-X-I-V-S-E-Y-R-R, where I mostly post occasional random musings, pictures of stuff that I cooked that looked nice, uh, and uh, sometimes funny stuff that I find working at the library. All right. Uh, you can also find me on the Phoenix Down Radio Discord server, where I monitor the Lorebrary channel pretty much constantly, and I'm happy to go on a, a half-hour tear uh, that's tangentially related to the thing that you asked about. At some point, I will also answer your question. It's great. He'll do it. He will. Tim, why don't you do some shout-outs and tell us a little bit about your, more about yourself and where they can find you. Uh, well, I would like to shout out uh, both Sarah and Chili because I feel incredibly inadequate now uh, with any possible shout-outs I could possibly make. Um, I never yeah, I, it's, it's not a so contest. I, so thank you I for actually that. started writing them down just because I knew I was never going to remember otherwise. That's smart. You're smart. Wait, you have to write down? I do. But then I do it so many times a week that I it's. Yeah, Chili has it ingrained into his brain. Anyway, let's let Tim do it. <laughs> Go, Tim. Um, Go, Tim. I would like to shout out everybody here for having me on. My, um, thank you for listening to my, my clumsy interpretations of what I saw and what I learned. Um, I wish I were more knowledgeable with 14, but um, now is a better, better time than anything at this point. And I'm more invested now than I was before. And I, mm, mm. Mm. God, Yoshi P is so awesome. Shout out to Yoshi P. I know you're not listening, but... Maybe he is. I hope he I is. I imagine not. Maybe he's having someone listen and then, like, translate for him? Wait, I think he can understand English, can't he? So... Kind of, yeah. He did fairly well. He did fairly well. I guess yeah. so. It wouldn't be the fact that he can't hear us. Yeah, he'd be understand what we're saying. He just wouldn't... Yeah. And I cannot remember her name, because I'm terrible with names, but... He had a fantastic translator. So I mean, shout out to her. Yeah. She did... A, yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, he usually has uh, Aimee as the translator. She does a lot of the uh, shows and uh, um, live letters where they have a, a, a yeah. translator. Yep, yep. I she did a great job at the show. This man, <laughs> she went through pages and pages of notes oh. because Yoshi gives long answers. <laughs> so shout out to her; she's fantastic. Um, and shout out to listeners. Thank you for the engaging conversation tonight. Um. Yeah, um, I would also like to shout out Sarah again. Thank you for your positive energy. That that even you know we don't. I don't know you very well, but it still goes a long way. I appreciate oh, thank it. Thank you. Um, and then thanks for the dress compliment. That comes a long way too. Yeah, no, um, no. people who wear nice outfits should have that recognized. Preach. And then, how can they find you if they want to stalk you some more, Tim? Um, <laughs> I want to stalk. You can find me anywhere, basically, under the name Timberelli. T-I-M-B-E-R-E-L-L-I. And that's on Instagram or Twitter. Facebook is private, but you know, it's Facebook. I don't go on it very much anymore. Well, thank you for so much for being on. I thought that uh, your, uh, your conversation, your, your points were very valid and poignant. Uh, we le I learned a lot. Um, I'm very jealous of you. So <laughs> you did an amazing job, Tim. I'm glad that we were able to finally get you on the show. Me too. This has been fun. Talis, your turn. All right. So I want to shout out to a couple people in the chat, specifically uh, Chocobro and uh, Pyrocats. Thank you guys for coming in. 
other friends of mine that was posted all over it. I was like, hey, you guys should listen tonight. I haven't been on the show in forever. Uh, so thank you guys for coming out. That was I also wanted to shout out to my friend Mary, who does a bunch of stupid raids on the Crystal DC. Uh, so if you want to do something really silly and fun, join Mary's Stray Cats. We have one coming up in two weeks called the Unemployment Raid, where no one's allowed to wear a job crystal and we're doing Crystal Tower. Oh That's going to be a it's gonna be a good we've done an all warrior raid we've done all lala raids we've done an all wolfman raid we had a good time so uh find mary matsuri she's great shout out to ruby who is the amazing source of getting tickets to cafe orsia if you ever find yourself in tokyo just harass ruby and she's more than happy to grab tickets and go with you and help translate the menu because she's awesome uh shout out to you guys for having me on it's been forever i'm glad to be around again uh it's fun and uh tim th- shout outs to you thank you for coming in with everything uh this media tour was phenomenal to watch from a distance and getting to hear it firsthand was so great so thank you so much for being here yeah, thank you no problem it's fun and where can they find you they can find me on twitter at towels marvelous i post stuff about final fantasy food and a whole bunch of crap about exercise and cars uh i quit smoking about two and a half months ago and I also imported a car about a month ago. So those are pretty much the two biggest things that I won't shut up about. Uh, so prepare for that. Thank you again for being on, Talas. Really do appreciate it. Of course. You're going through a very similar journey that I went through a couple of years ago with this quitting smoking and losing weight and just getting into fitness. It's it's quite a, a, a change in, in your lifestyle, isn't it? Dude. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. Uh, it's linked to my Twitter and, um, Is that where you put all there's the good pictures stuff? on there of, of from like when I started to now and holy crap, it's phenomenal. So, uh, if you need help quitting smoking, I have some tools and tricks and stuff for you. And if you want to get into fitness, I am more than happy to encourage you to do that as well. Well, I got lucky. I was able to quit cold Turkey. Me too. I quit tobacco. I won't touch weed because I don't want to even start a slide into smoking again. I'm just done. It's been wild. Oh, I hear you. But yeah, if you ever want to talk about that, I mean, Talos and I are both available for stuff like that. So yeah, we're, we're here to help. And I suppose it's my turn now. Shout out to Tim. Like I said, I'm glad we were able to finally get you on. We wanted you to join us initially for the um, the the uh, episode where we had to kneel on to talk about uh, new player experiences, since you are kind of another new player, kind of a returning player. But uh, like I said, I'm glad that we were able to get you on here and where you could talk about that amazing trip that you got to have. So thank you so much, and glad to talk with you on a podcast again, since I haven't been on the uh, the anime show for a while. Yeah, it's been great. Thanks uh, again. Um, Talas, I never get sick of your voice. <laughs> Talas, uh, thank you again for uh, joining us tonight. It was a lot of fun to have your um, interesting opinions. Um, interesting, sh- and hey, maybe next time I'm back, we could talk about food again. Well, we we talked quite a bit about food, but maybe we can do some Final Fantasy related, huh? Oh, fine. <laughs> And not just cheeky. Yeah, maybe we could get Bradley Oni on the show. That'll be great. Or maybe Claire would show up. That'd be fun. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I kind of want Gabby. 
I super want Gabby. That would be hilarious. She is just awesome. If, if you if you, if you guys aren't familiar, go check out uh, Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. Sorry, I know they're it's totally unrelated, but they do some amazing content when it comes to food, especially their last uh, um, series where they they made the perfect pizza. Making perfect is phenomenal. We are gonna get super deep. We need to just stop right yes, now. We need to stop right now. If you want to talk more super about deep that, end. you can hit me up at phxdn um, cl- underscore klauss out on Twitter. How was that for a nice segue, huh? <laughs> um, but a shout out to everybody checking us out here live at twitch.tv slash Phoenix on Radio. Everybody listening out on the podcast, thank you so much for joining us and listening to our shit show. Um, not she heals I tank, but uh, we kind of yeah the shit the shit show is another show yeah they're the shit podcast yeah. but we just had a shit show. <laughs> um, no, thank you so much for all of that. You're the reason we keep doing this. Um, and uh, shout out to everybody who is not doing lewd things on the stream. <laughs> Finally, someone noticed it. Uh, <sighs> <sighs> No, you need to check chat. I've been yelling at you. So, for uh, my, our guest, Tim, uh, Tim Noons, for our uh, guest host, Talas, and for our break-taking host, Chili, and for Sarah, I'm Klaus Nightbringer, wishing everybody a wonderful evening. Thank you again so much for joining us, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. Night. Good night, everyone. Phoenix Down Morning. Radio is a production of radio.com and Illusion Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. In-game content for Phoenix Down Radio is a copyright of Square Enix. Open to music for Phoenix Down Radio is provided by Guilty Gear Rocky. Check out the Metal Chocobo theme cover and many other music videos at youtube.com slash Guilty Gear Rocky. Closing music for this episode is provided by Guitar Wanker 90. Please check out the full version of Matoya's Cave and other rock video game covers at youtube.com slash Guitar 90. The views and opinions expressed in this episode are those of Phoenix Down Radio and its hosts and do not reflect the views of Square Enix.